Froth is round one of the preseason championships, whatever they call it these challenge. days, is in challenge yes. is in the books. Uh, Barney and Daggy are with you to talk about it all and what it means for, well, if it means anything, or if <laughs> it, uh, what it table. means for the season ahead. As I get you to pop your mic up a tiny bit, and I'll take mine away a bit. Um, but just uh, what's going on, Barney? How do you enjoy footy? It was, it was right, I suppose. Yeah, it was good to see some footy back. Saw a lot of young kids with um, a lot of inconsequential footy, as you mentioned. <laughs> um, I don't think a lot of that's going to um, make its way into the NRL until probably. You know, halfway through the season, when you'll you will see a few of these well, younger fellas, ten, it's got to be now, isn't it? Popping in um, on the uh, the development contracts and that kind of stuff. But yeah, there's still a, um, there was still a few quite good performances, I thought, and a couple that um, leave you sort of scratching your head of what what teams have been doing during the off season. But I think uh, yeah, and confirmed some fears and maybe allayed some. But we'll, we'll get through that. Just we'll touch on a couple of bits of news. Uh, the NRLW released today that it. Uh, has an in-principle agreement with the um, for a CBA, which will be $900,000 salary cap from this year with the idea of it being a 20-week period, nine regular seasons, rounds, semi-finals, grand final, seven-week pre-season, two-week leave, and that will grow to 23 weeks by 2025. That will escalate towards a $1.5 million cap in 2027. I guess it's good that that's locked in. Um, more than happy for them and everything. I still have the same concerns I've had uh, which doesn't no one seems to have addressed anywhere is where are they going to play all these games and how and when <laughs> when they're going to be televised um, and if they're yeah. going to be televised which I sure assume for uh, what one point five across and I think there is there I don't have it in a press release but I believe it is with a view to filling more teams um, scaling up the comp to ten I think it was well, I think the the next ten this step, year and then it moved towards fourteen or something yeah. people are correcting us but the, the issue I have is like I said. How much content is too much content when you have now eight games every week, yep. um, heading towards 15 games every week? Well, who's going to watch it? Yeah. Some, I'm sure someone oh, will. There'll be somebody watching it. But um, what kind of uh, quality coverage are you going to get as well? Yeah. Um, Commentator-wise, camera angles, all that kind of thing. You're going to go back to the one camera floating down the side of the field. And well, and that's the, you watch with you watch the Fox coverage of the Marsh Cup. It's like two-camera coverage, which yeah. is fine because cricket, you can get away with it, but... You don't want it to seem like amateur hour because the minute you do, then they're accused of that. So Absolutely. Um, they, they tucked away quite a few good things, obviously, which were needed. Um, in the way insurance is going to be covered for the female game, um, maternity leave and, and those kind of things. But the thing that sort of got me scratching my head, to be honest, is if you've gone from a nine-week season up to 20 weeks... And the salary cap's at still at 900 k That's sort of a bit of a question mark for me. I, realistically, if you're pushing it out to close to what you're getting out of an NRL comp, I know you're not getting the coverage and the the viewer, the viewership, but surely it should be somewhere around the 2 or $3 million mark. And they're still only looking at $1.5 million four or five years down the track from now. I yeah. think there's probably – there is some – I think there's more scope there to push that up to somewhere near $3 million by the time five years comes around. Oh, I'm sure if but it explodes, I, I think – like any in principle agreement, they'll sign off on this year and they'll say, let's get it all happening and yeah. see what happens. When I turn around and 12,000 people watch it and they go, well, no advertisements to help us out here. How, how far can we go? Yeah, it's just, it's more more for me for the, you know, the bottom 10 players of every team. They're going to be mm. running around on 30, 30K a year. Yeah, and it's going to cost have them, you know, by the, the goal, I think, was 50 by 2027. Yeah, so. but even at, you know, 50K a year mm. and you, you're spending three quarters of your year, it's just 
to get that 50 grand and then, yeah. you know, possibility of injury, which is very high in, in, in rugby league compared to most, you know, professions out there. So, yeah. But I guess the answer's a pineapple still. We'll wait and see. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I, and it's I, great I, to I see don't the want expansion. us to, exactly. Yeah. And I, I agree with you. I don't want it to seem like we're negative because we're far from negative. Uh, I think it's, I, I wish all the best for the comp, but I, I'd like to see that actually put down what it actually means mm. across week in, week out and what it means for them and everything else. As you say, you're now committing 20 weeks of your of 23, so six months of your... And there'd be two or three months, you know, you've got to train for two or three months before you're even allowed to play. Yeah. And well, seven, that's other right, commitments seven weeks, outside yeah. of that kind of thing with, you know, uh, Dallium awards and whatever else might, may happen, um, you know, club commitments that they expect you to go to outside yeah. of um, your normal season commitments. So, yeah, I think it's a, a lot to ask for someone to turn up for 40 grand a year to sort of, you know, 40, 50 grand a year to do that. But it's almost a case of actually they're, they're probably better off trying to shop it to like ESPN or somewhere in Australia. Like mm. put it a lot, get it right away from the Fox coverage and say, well, do you want this or does if Channel 7 wants it or 7, 2 yeah. or 9, whatever, One of the go and find a completely independent channels. broadcast um, partner. But, you know, maybe Channel 9 would be happy to show it on a Super Saturday when there's got nothing else to show on at 4 o'clock on a Saturday hour instead of... I don't know, reruns of oh, yeah, fish, the, eye fish or something. You'll find that, you know, the middle of the day on a on a Wednesday instead of playing the grand final from 19, 1974, yeah, they'll be playing the women's game. But Which I suggested they should, and yeah. I got, don't have a problem with, you know. Yeah. just means Vossi misses out on the game of golf once a week, but that's fine. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I hope the game continues to grow and hopefully the best um, is still ahead for that. That's a very good framework that they have put in place, but, yeah, I think there's a few edges that need tweaking and obviously... That comes down to what what happens over the next twelve months, twenty four months. We yeah yeah yeah, and um, I guess we'll keep going through some news. I don't know what else we can really add to that. Um, Craig Fitzgibbon, you've wrapped him up for five years, Martin. Apparently, happy with yes. that. <laughs> well, it's a five year contract. They say it was realistically only a four year extension because he was signed for this year anyway. But um, what can you say? He's come in, done very good things. Um, Long-term contracts probably aren't, <laughs> haven't been the flavour of the month mm. for a long, very long time. You go back to what was Brent Sherwin in the late 90s, early 2000s, mm. got the five-year contract and played six months of good footy in <laughs> five years. But um, just seems like a bit of a different um, mould to that. He seems like a very determined person and a very um, organised individual. So, yeah, as a Sharks fan, I'm quite happy at the moment. We'll see how we're going and, and two or three years with, down the track. I believe but. they're trying to get Nico for the same period. So yeah, I guess well, heard this in, morning, in a world where there's not many coaches and halfbacks, yeah. it's good that the club can potentially do that. Heard this morning, apparently they want him a, a life con- lifetime contract, basically want him at the club even once he's finished playing football. It helps that he's probably a mature age player, so he's realistically probably got six or seven years left in his um, left in his playing Um I dare say they'll offer him a five-year contract and then something after that. But, yeah, if they can keep him there, the signs have all been good ever since he's taken over the role at seven. So mm. um, even in the All-Stars game, he had a, um, a starring hand in that one. So, obviously, if you can keep him fit, keep him on the field, can't see too many issues with it. And the other big signing news is Nanai is staying at Townsville till 2027. So that's yeah, I think good that's for them a fantastic signing for the Cowboys. Yeah, um, they've done definitely well, yeah. one of the best emerging back rowers going around at the moment. Um, footwork skill, big, strong fella. So, um, yeah, I dare say he'll probably end up taking Tamalolo's role once he leaves as the, the 13 that plays both sides of the field. But, yeah, very destructive runner. And I think that's a fantastic signing for the Cowboys. 
Beautiful. Uh, we've got, I'll oh, just quickly, the only suspension news is the young fella from South uh, to Howie two weeks for his throw mm-hmm. or his dangerous tackle. Yeah, right. And injury news is, is bigger. We've got Reese Walsh potentially in doubt for round one, maybe longer. Yeah, four with weeks. With a I fractured eye socket. So touch and go there for him. And he looked fantastic, which we'll get he to did. later. Uh, Xavier Savage. Now, the Canberra fans are very upset with us. They cannot envisage <laughs> that. Jeez, uh, oh I've heard about it. Uh, cannot envisage that, that Canberra will not make the top four. So uh, a blow for them. Six weeks with a broken jaw, at least. I assume, well, Rappanar's name there this week, I assume it'll probably be... I dare say that'll be the way it stays. He tends to be safety first. He's not going to go and find someone else to go in there. From what I've seen, they don't have another specialist fullback in their ranks at all. So it is a bit of a concern. Um, Rappanar will do a job. He's generally pretty good in positioning, like defensive positioning with the the kicks and um, he pops up at the right time. But, yeah... um, Canberra got a few more worries than that, <laughs> which I'll get to, I think, out of the trial. But um, We'll talk about the rest of the social media. Feed. And it's been absolutely fantastic. Thanks, everyone, especially on YouTube, who's jumped on and commented uh, on all our previews and guys that have stuck around. Queenslander's a fan. He's written in plenty of times and yes, no great. doubt will be watching this on the tube. But um, you can find us on Spotify, of course, and here are good podcasts are found if you haven't already. And we'll address a few some of those comments as we get on. And lastly, Melbourne, they've lost Olam to a broken arm. Uh, on top of that confirmed Pappy, which we sort of suspected won't be playing at least for the first six to eight weeks. I think that's a big issue. Um, well, we said it when it happened. To have the, the, his knee destroyed the way it was, it's not just about putting the bones back together. It's about strengthening all the muscles, getting the ligaments tightened back up to where they need to be to hold it all into place. And then you've got to learn how to fucking walk and run again. Yeah. So <laughs> I think, obviously, he's he's done as much physical preparation as he can now, but to get back to where he was flying in the middle of last year is... I, I can't see it happening this year, to be honest. And no, if I, it is, it'll be back I, end of this and season. And I can see, even when he is back, like they did last year, barely equal to start him for a month off the bench or use him as a 14, I would assume. He's not going to rush him straight in. But. No, you wouldn't think so. He generally doesn't with anybody. Um, so, realistically, you can really mount of your super coach until at least halfway through the well, season, I would imagine. probably untenable, isn't he, unless he is a freak at the back end. And you can no, he's, he's someone that hopefully he plays four weeks of footy and going okay and drops a bit of cash and you can pick him up mm. around 16 or something. But, yeah. It's Any other headlines or takeaways from the weekend? No, not Before realistically. Before we go game by game? Um, yeah, just on your social media comment, there will be no apologies. <laughs> oh, and it's all comments are welcome. So yeah, we love it. In. Enjoy it. Yeah, the, and it's actually us um, what we stuffed up. Us, and there's why been we're a few wrong. that have made us think. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah well, absolutely. he's probably right, and also he's an ass clown, but that's I'm fine. More than happy to be wrong, and you know, but we we do have opinions. We spend a lot of time formulating those opinions. It's not just something that we say that comes to the top yeah. of our head. We spend a lot of time away from recording as well as the time we spend recording coming up with those opinions and I I'm a, realistically I don't like putting down majority of teams probably any teams to be honest no. but it is an opinion and if I get it wrong I'm more than happy for those teams to be much better than I thought they were going to be at the back end of the year so absolutely uh, agree with that but yeah jump on our YouTube footy and frothy's YouTube as well you'll find this stuff I'm going to start putting up uh this one will be up in full and depending on length we'll probably put up review shows in some pieces each week. Yep. Um, but more and more will feed into that as well. Check out, uh, let's get all our plugs out of the way, PCTC 
Tipping Comp is now live. Go to Facebook and you, or Instagram. Search for PCTC Sports Tipping. You'll find them uh, on there. And Gaz and the, the team that run that do a fantastic job. You can get a buy-in comp there, 50 bucks, or you can play for free and take us on and just prove how wrong we are. Uh, but awesomely run comp. Uh, I do the the league and the every racing comp with them. Absolutely. We've been involved for nearly 10 years now. So Do a lot of the sports and the, and the racing leagues. We've been, yeah, over 10 years, never been any issues with... Transparency or... Tra- yeah, uh, nothing. No, transparency is a good one. Payments, anything like that. You will never find a bad word said about the people that run this competition. Absolutely. And speaking of which, I would not say a bad word. Rugby League merch, Scott and the team there do a great job. And go and buy some of our hats and shirts and everything going on there. They do a good job. They're covering off a lot of other podcasts as well as some uh, other AI art they've got. he's got up there and plenty going on. Um, so rugbyleaguemerch.com, uh, the One More Club shirt, the famous one, or the um, very sexy footy and frothy's hats, who I believe he has the uh, yellow hat back in stock. Yellow ah, nice. Hat. I might have to get hold of so that one. Steins, schooner glasses. Stein, everything going on there. So check all that out, and that gets everything out of the way nice and early. As uh, Well, generally, as fans of the show, now we're going four years, we'll go deep diving into every single game and pick it apart and throw out some stats and... Uh, just have some random argument halfway through the show with Ollie and I, but <laughs> he's not here. So what we can do is we'll run through similarly each trial uh, yes. without going too far in. It won't be the stats and the in deep, um, in depth conversation that you'll get week in and week but out. Just, but we might just say what we th- well touch on what we thought in the uh, in our preview, absolutely, and uh, how I thought it may have shaped our thoughts. And I, th- I should dare say this week we'll have much stronger shaping of said thoughts yeah, uh, and what we take out of them. And if it's panic stations yet. Uh, spoilers, I don't think it is, but it's. Uh, but we'll get through it. When we kicked off for uh, Thursday night, with all my excitement, lobbing up here to the Grey Gums Hotel to watch the, the new look Tigers in action, and it was forty-eight to twelve. Barn, it was. Well, uh, good signs for the Warriors, and um, good signs. And and I've since had actually some some smart people tell me that Andrew Webster's a very very good operator and underrated. Yes, um, and he'll get something out of these teams, but a great shining for some of these. We'll start with the Warriors. Um, I think the two halves looked absolutely fantastic. Yeah, absolutely they did. Um, Metcalf provided the running game. Um, Terry Martin provided the, the kicking game and a little bit of structure in behind a, a pretty good forward pack that sort of rolled over the top of a very young and inexperienced forward pack from the Tigers. Um, what could you say about the... Thing that sort of worries me is that Metcalf now he either becomes well, a fourteen or he's sort of there as a backup half by the looks of it with the way that they're shaping up. I was up. disappointed but to not see him in the seventeen this yeah, week. Yeah, he was. Um, he set the world on fire. They spent twelve months trying to get him from the Sharks um, for obviously good reasons. He has a fantastic running game um, and turned some of these Tigers inside out. But I would imagine Martin's going to get the, the start before he will. So it'd be interesting to see where he pops up during the season. But. Big seat. Well, we said it early, but a big year for Sean uh, Johnson because if he's on one leg and uh, not necessarily performing, and Tamari actually is going to take a lot of pressure off him because our biggest concern when we sat down the other week was his the one point of attack and what else was offered, and Metcalf straight away gives you two, yep. and Tamari maybe probably gives you three. Uh, he looked about I think and. The good thing is for them, Tamari looked at home at seven. He could play, he could walk into that role 
next year when Johnson's gone. And you got Volkman happy. there as well. And Volkman's in up the their sleeve. Yeah. Um, maybe flattered, but Metcalf's turn of speed. You can't coach speed, to use no, the absolutely. cliche. And his turn of foot was absolutely deadly at times. Great but step even just, as well. Um, but he knows when to use it. He's, he looks very intelligent, um, whether that's part of his sevens or whatever it might be. But he looked um, fantastic. Could easily play fullback, I think. Yep. But I would almost... If they're looking, the, the tricky thing is if they're looking for a big body outside back back row, he doesn't necessarily fit there. But he's not small no. by any no, means. He's not. But he could play centre. He just might be smaller, and um, it could potentially excite and get him one on one with your Talakai's of the world oh, and stand them up and yeah. off you go. But I, to me, he needs to be in that seventeen uh, at least. If he's not fourteen, somewhere in the thirteen. Um, you think, Dad? It's hard with, um, as we said, with the, the options that they do have. I'd, I'd imagine they're going to go with the tried and true to begin with. Um, and I think they're not going to just sign Chance, tell him he's fullback and say, by the way, Chance, we lied. You can go back to centre. <laughs> but no, that could be on the cards. Six it, weeks down the track yeah. or something. Yeah, absolutely. Um, there was a bit, the thing that sort of worried me was the dis- defensive structure out of the Tigers. While they did play with a bit more movement and um, with bit more ball movement which was exciting at different times they still got rolled through the the back of the ruck where um the, the warriors came played that 45 degree angle back in behind the markers and time and time again the, they got rolled through the middle of the field and the tigers uh, the warriors just seemed to march through them for large periods of the game which um I know the kids, but that's what you build your foundations of your defence on and that's what you're training every, everybody in your entire club. Mm. And, yeah, it's a, it's a little bit of a worry. It helps that basically the whole team changes this week. Yeah, but, I will, we'll I will worry judgment. when that happens again this week. Yeah, reserve judgment until probably three weeks down the track realistically, maybe round two or something like that. But, um, yeah, it was... I was, oh, yeah, I was shocked initially how easily they started rolling up. I think the second stint they all got better for the run, the Tigers' yeah, yeah, kids, because yeah. uh, they did slow sort of back end of the first half through the second half. Realistically, if I was to look back at it, I would say, I assume, oh, anything else that you want to touch on from the, obviously Marcelo could have scored seven tries probably if he <laughs> held the ball and <laughs> Absolutely. looked dangerous, but big, strong, and he's someone you've sort of spruiked in the past a little bit. Yep. Uh, yeah. um, a forward I thought was decent. Come, uh, you know, it looks like he may end up taking that starting front rower's role. Um, I'd really like to see him Torhu to be pushed back to thirteen, to be honest, and mm. just let the front rowers be front rowers because Torhu's not a front rower; he's a back rower or yeah. a lock. But at the moment, they're going to play him at front row, and we'll see. We'll see what actually happens there. But um, and Tom Ale, who we mentioned in the we mentioned in the preview show, looks like someone who will probably take that bench front row role mm. as well so um yeah i thought the the warriors pretty were good stocks when you throw yeah you throw Fenor blake Torhu, Torhu, yeah. and there's someone else obvious i'm missing you got karen this jazz and, karen uh, and jazz back in and yeah. these blokes off the bench can do you got nice mitch barnett job. there now as well and barnett yeah, yeah so um i think they will be competitive for large parts of the year at least in the forwards we'll see how they get directed around the field we know what johnson does um but he doesn't have the running game anymore. So mm. it'll probably be on Martin for the, for the start of the year, maybe Metcalf if he does come in. But their biggest issue for the Warriors has always been their outside backs and their defensive issues that they have out there. And we'll see how they go up against some of the better attacking teams, yeah. holding them out, out in the centres and the wings. But uh, For the Tigers, a few, well, I thought 
the three sort of starting first graders all were, were, were very good. Mm. Stefano looked as good as he'd looked in 12 months, uh, especially second, second stint. He was fantastic and probably becomes, if it wasn't obvious before, someone that you, you'd want to get in your super coach quite early, around a 370 mark. I think he's going to at least be a $500,000 prop uh, quite yep. quickly. Simkin was very good. Uh, ran yeah. the ball a lot more than he did under match. Probably played a better game than he had did oh, at any year. point oh, last year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and his running. I think his running game was what brought him to the club from all reports when he was the Queensland 18s yep. hooker. And yet he, he was very much just a robot last year. And being able to be a bit more free in his running, I thought it looked good at times. Safarth didn't let him run down. What you see is what you got. And Pole was very, very green early, but I think his, six, <laughs> his second stint when he just went looking for work was fantastic. There was one set in that back end. I think he had four hit-ups in a set. Yeah, the, the um, back he, end of that held second up three half times. was um, He was outstanding. Um, away from them, yeah, the, the defensive structure is interesting. Young, the, the winger out there and Tommy Talao. Tommy looked like someone hadn't played in 12 months and that whole right side defence... And obviously now it's a target, so you know it's going to yep. be worked on at training. You know they're going to build parachute bodies, and I don't quite know where you go. I am also the opinion I'm trying to be giving Tommy a month in first grade, uh, not first grade, reserve grade, to to get some some miles back in his legs. Charlie Staines again proved that he's definitely not a fullback. <laughs> yeah, you're penning him. Uh, yeah, I'd be playing Laurie there every day of the week before I'd be playing. Um, Sustains at fullback. His defensive positioning's not great to begin with. Um, when you see the way he gets obviously bumped off for the first try, off him, yeah. just ran straight over the top of him, and he was never going to make that tackle around the shoulders. So he would have best, best, you know, he's probably not going to stop him from scoring a try, but it would have looked a lot better to hit him around the hips and try and actually bring him to the ground than just get thrown away. In all fairness, uh, I don't know if Laurie <laughs> stops him either, but no. it. Um, you know, he's saying hundred percent. The defensive positioning though, and. Um, Laurie's just got that acceleration where the grubber in goal, he's got a lot more chance of getting out yeah. or causing problems for the defence than Charlie Staines. He's very upright. Um, yeah. You know, he's someone you, you you stick on a wing and hopefully he jumps over the top of someone or finishes a nice backline movement every now and then. But, yeah, he's um he's definitely not the hype that he came through when he scored six tries against the Sharks in his first game. I can definitely tell you that. Justin yeah. Matamua, who played 13 for you guys, I thought yeah. played... Quite well, had a lot of involvements, did a lot of the, the dirty work that a, a few of the other young fellas weren't getting involved in. And as a 20, 21-year-old, I thought he was quite good. Um, someone that may yeah. end up in the side at some point, but I think you've covered most of them. Um, the, uh, as you said, there was realistically probably only three blokes that are going to be playing first grade this year in that team. So I, I was a bit... Uh Disappointed in Nagatakara. We were actually yeah, very bullish. I've we, been very bullish him for a long time. We did um, speak about I that. I think he's another one. He could benefit six weeks in uh, Reggie's. We're doing a lot of good getting uh, some. He's just service and timing was way off. So he'll get better because he's a good player and we've seen it. But yep. um, back to New South Wales, couple of help. Look, what do I take away? I, I'm slightly, slightly raising Warriors stock, I would suggest. I think. Uh, Webster seems to be doing a job. I think there is a little bit more to their attack than we maybe initially gave oh, them credit yeah, for. Absolutely. Uh, defence will be the key, and defence in from the 45 to 70 minute will be the key for them. We'll see that in action this weekend going forward. And Tigers, I took um, take what you get. You know, they're, they're, <laughs> I just treated it as the kids playing, and we move, move on. on and play next week. Um, see how you go. Brandon Wakem, yeah, he certainly. 
signed. He has a flash here and there, but um, I can't think. I don't think you'd expect more than probably two or three decent. In fact, involvements I think he probably had two training sessions games. with him by the time before this game. But uh, I think it was a forty twenty. The rest was his end of tackle options were very average, and I don't think the rest of his general play was that great. But he'll be better for the runs. So that's all we can say. Absolutely. Let's get to Friday night though. Twenty eight sixteen. The Sharks. Um, Ran over the Knights, uh, probably flattering to the Knights. And a lot of these, as it happens in trials, these scores, a lot of these points happen in the back end of the, of the game where they take everyone off and put some kids on and off they go. But um, your initial thoughts on the Sharks' performance here? Yeah, well, there was a couple of probably 10-minute periods in both halves where they just couldn't hold on to the ball and there was error after error, which is you know, what you expect when you get a whole heap of kids and throw them together in a game of footy. Um, Sharks were slightly... a better than I thought they would be, to be honest. Mm. I thought they, their attacking game was... You can see, even without the guys in there that do it week in and week out, it's definitely a structure that's been trained through the entire club and they sort of all sort of slipped into that to same style earlier. of play where and, they... And um, as we get to Penrith, you'll talk about they it. They try to get on the outside of the... Um, just on the edges of the ruck and then they run they run their plays for their centres and wingers or they, they angle back in and go with the hard stuff through the middle of the footy. Um Rudolph probably disappointed a little bit, I thought, considering he was probably one of the standout. And Ueli as well, actually, considering that they've both now stamped themselves as first graders and probably should be moving on to well, that given, next uh, level. Given, they should given, have probably blown yeah, this the, team the apart. the opposition that were on their own team. The Siafidi boys were okay. No, but given but the alternative, um, the Sharks front row. Oh, yeah, related. Tom Hazleton was fantastic. <laughs> Blokes played one or two first grade games um, last year and... Um, I thought he was probably close to the Sharks' best on the field. Uh, as a he was the one you were, you, were, you were spruiking up start last year, was it him? Yeah, when they, when they first found him at the start of last yeah. year, yeah. And um, at one we let go, went and played an absolute ball terror for the Bulldogs. But <laughs> we'll get to that when we get to him. Um, obviously, the fullback played a fantastic game for the Sharks. Um, he was probably man of the match and had some very, um, very good attacking plays where he sort of kick for himself or he just carved the, the defence apart with some nice footwork. There was, wasn't was uh, too many massive standouts. I thought Harati did well. Iroh would look sharp every time he got involved out in the centres. And um, I think Harati played a little bit of time at fullback there as well yeah. uh, when Atkinson came off. It is hard when guys are only playing sort of 20 minutes of footy to see exactly what they do. Um, which is one of my big takeaways from the, the All-Stars game, actually. I think the, the Maori team probably cost themselves a win by doing that, but um, we'll get to that, obviously, when we get to that as well. Uh, Jack Williams looked pretty good coming back, playing 30 minutes, considering he spent most of last year off the field. But I was really surprised. I thought Newcastle would actually win this game and probably not win it well, but be comfortable for the majority of it just because the Sharks realistically had very little first-grade experience yeah. in this team. Uh, so. Kofushi's on time on the field looked pretty good too. Yeah. Um, didn't have a lot of involvements, but the, when, he was, job, in, when he was his... involved, he was really good. He yeah. had a nice offload here or there, played oh, was it 28 minutes, but um, yeah, didn't do anything that you know means that he wouldn't be playing again next week. I imagine he'll be the first bench rotation and um, now, yeah. Tom Hazleton will be the second. But I think they've got to play Hazleton. He'd be fantastic coming on around the... 20th minute there, and uh, I suppose who comes out there? You got your Welly Hunt, probably. Yeah, 
don't know. <laughs> big, big year for Tavia Rudolph. Yeah. Um, now, Newcastle did roll out, nine, let's say, 75% of their team. A lot of their forward pack, yeah. what we're going to get and what did we get? Um, I thought the Saifidi boys were, were good, but only really for that 10 or 15-minute period. There was... They, they, I think they only both played about 20 or 30 minutes, but there was five or 10 minutes where they, they weren't really involved either. So, yeah, it's um, going to be interesting seeing them step up because they're going to both have to play an hour, I would imagine, yes. every week um, because there's not a lot of depth <laughs> when you get to this forward pack for the Knights now. If you've got Heather, or well, no Barnett, Fitzgibbon's going to be probably trying to play big minutes, which doesn't really suit him. Probably going to play 80, yeah. Hetherington... They'll probably try and keep 30 to 40. He wasn't even named this week, but I think he's got a bit of a strain or something. Yeah. Um, and Kurt Mann's named it lock again this week. It's a uh, bit surprising. You can tell, obviously, they, they don't have um, a lot of backup half options. Um, no. Hastings wasn't really involved a lot. Um, but uh, that, that came down. They didn't have a lot of ball at different times of the game. Gamble scored a try, and I think that was about his only involvement for the game in his 20-odd minutes that he played. Um, it's hard when they change it up as much as they do. But um, Braley was probably disappointing out of hooker. I thought that he could have and should have made a bit more of a um, an impact. The one that did stand out for me was Jack Johns. Mm. I, we haven't seen a lot Both of Both Johns' him. boys were good this week. <laughs> yeah, they, really were, this they were very good. But Jack Johns what mid 20s now hasn't had yeah. a lot of opportunity in first grade but for me he was their best player on the field yeah, right. um closely followed by probably Loxland Fitzgibbon but um I thought Jack Johns did some really really nice stuff ran some really good lines um pretty good de in defense and had an offload or two there that caused a few problems for the Sharks but Hodgson very very much rocks and diamonds <laughs> throughout the game he's positioning uh defensively uh We'll get better, let's say. He was uh, in the position he was in the attacking a lot wise, of he was in a bad he didn't find some bad lines and his hands um, yeah, let him down. Yeah. Big time. He seemed to catch one and drop two and then catch two yeah. and drop one and Actually yeah, now you're right in fairness, his position was actually He was in the right spot. Yeah, he, he just, just couldn't catch it. The thing. Now I think of it. Oh well yeah, I was thinking more <laughs> of the ones where it just, just dipped on him or bobbed on him, but he yeah. uh, can't really blame it on where he was, can you? And, um, um yeah, yeah. The back line didn't like um, Mapalangi, who I had big reps on earlier in the year, he had very little involvement at all. Um, Heimel Hunt, they, they just did not use their backs whatsoever. When when they did have time with the ball, it was through the middle and they'd drop it and turn it over or it'd be sort of four, four hit-ups and a kick. And it was very uninspiring from, you know, creative play. Are they just going to um, rely on Ponga to pull something out of his ass to be anywhere? So. And 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 is Lockie Miller capable of being a lot of it the extra ass pull they it. need, or is he? <laughs> you saw a lot of it last year when when he was playing. It was basically pass it to Ponga. Hopefully, he gets on the outer side of someone and then put somebody away. Or yeah. it was a kick for the the two um, big towers on the edges with um, Dominic Young and Edric Lee to jump over somebody and score. Yeah. I think you are going to see a lot a lot of <laughs> a lot of that. To be honest. Um, how they use Lockie Miller is going to be interesting because he's another one that seems to like to sort of play that 5-8 role where he runs around, people gets on their outside and then uses his footwork. Mm. He's going to have to play a lot more direct back on the inside of the halves and use his footwork through the middle of the field or chime in on that sweep run on the outside. 
So I can see it being a benefit when they go to the left because that's the way Ponga likes to go, playing that sweep. But how he's going to go navigating back through the middle of the field with inside balls and things like that is going to be interesting. Yeah. I wonder if um, – because we know Jackson Hastings now. We've sort of seen him here for a year. Um, I feel like he's going to be a similar player to what he was the front half of the Tigers, which is good. A great player, great effort player. But he's not Brad Fittler. He's no. not going to right step score. He's not going to – He's going to have very pinpoint kicks to those wings. He's, he's going to kick he's well. Going to look, he's um, going to make uh, end of lost Hedrick, but he's going to look, don't make Dom Young good look good. Might get a late offload um, or a short ball. Yeah, put and he can stand and attack. I think he's going to almost be taking line on late in the set and trying to pop yeah. that. Um, yeah, I, yeah I, 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 I am happy to ultimately say well, what we said about Newcastle a few weeks back is probably pretty close to Mark. Uh, and a tick for the Sharks. They'll get better this week. They'll, yeah, obviously, they'll be fine. as we said, it's a trial. So until you get your full 17 on the field, it's um, it's still very up in the air on how they're going to go. But, yeah, I was quite surprised with the attacking, the, the way the attack flowed for the Sharks for large parts of the game, actually. They looked pretty pretty crisp with the ball in hand. So. Wade Graham, 5'8". Yeah. Didn't you mention that at some <laughs> Played point? in a bit of a dinner suit and just sort of kicked the ball yeah. around, didn't do the tough work that he's going to have to do out on an edge. But um, it is an option if, you know, players go down and stuff like that. He could probably come and play a 13 role and chime into the six at different times. But Yeah. Um, and I guess Daniel Atkinson's probably in the frame now with injury to... Um, well, they sold one. <laughs> they sold well, Lockie. Two. And um, injury to Dykes. So yeah. he's probably... Sold one, lost one, and they've found another one. Probably not far so. off the mark here. And uh, as Ira will be, they'll probably be... Yeah, definitely. You, the you got Harati who could go back there. Um, uh, you could probably even probably push Mulitano back there if, if you really had yeah. to. They do have a few options back there to, to cover the fullback role if needed. But interested cool. to see how they go. when they like Kennedy's a big one. I'll be... Be watching him pretty closely this week. You gonna keep going or are you gonna break? No, all good. No, all good. Keep, keep going. going. All right. For the other Friday night game, thirty to twenty-eight, the Seagulls beat the Bunnies. It's uh, a really a very exciting game. Entertaining actually. game. Yeah, well, that was quite a good game of, of rugby league. Uh, where, well, for a lot of it, Blake Taff looked every bit of first grader. He was. He looked okay. And young, um, <laughs> young five-eight Dion Talpa. Taupa, yeah. Tigers, another Tigers junior, just for the record. <laughs> just for the record. Um, looked very exciting at times um, to get them up and going early and look, could have been anything. The Davey Moali, Sele, Inco sent a nice platform. Young Talis Duncan again oh, as well set a nice platform. Uh, and then Manly sort of got the ascendancy and off they went. But um, big takeaways for the bunnies for your barn. I thought Mamazoulos looked pretty good. In the half an hour odd that he played, um, definitely a good backup for Cook, but obviously he's only going to play when Cook's not there. So um, I can't see them bringing him in to play 20 minutes here and there to give Cook a rest. But dare say yeah. Cook will be playing what 80 was minutes. They had an injury um, increase. Keep going. No, it wasn't them. No, you're thinking of Connor Watson, I think. But <laughs> the six was fantastic. Um, he looked every bit of uh, a, a potential first grader coming through. Big so body, rangy. Yeah. Um, Fast, fast feet, good little, good passing game as well. Um, his kicking game didn't get tested a great deal because the Rabbits seemed to spend a lot of time down Manly's end yeah. when they actually had the ball. But, um, yeah, it was definitely a um, an exciting game of football. It sort of seesawed back and forth there. Um, 
Chikam was okay without setting the world on fire. I don't nobody really stood out in this game apart from the five eight for me for the for the rabbits. Um and the ones you mentioned, Taff was did look really good at times, but he's got that head explosion in him where he just seems to make yeah. that every, everything he could do wrong for about five minutes he seems to do at different times and then snaps back into get game mode and switches back on. But he's a very um, clean kicker as well, but he's also got the issue of I don't what else he can he be but a fullback? He's not really big enough to be a centre or a, even a winger. Mm. Um, I suppose he can cover the halves if they're... Yeah, um, yeah, I think yeah, that's you probably... You might plug in where Ilias or Walker need What him, he is or a small fullback, but... Yeah. The, the days, I think the days of a small fullback are really starting to go, unless you're someone like Matt Bowen with electric footwork yeah. and just speed the burn. But, um, mm. yeah, it, it's sort of... Uh, questionable where he actually fits into this team, considering I don't think there was. There's about two of them that have been named this week yeah. out of the whole lot, so um, there'll be a completely different team coming up into this week. This week, yeah. yeah. Uh, Manly, they uh, well, they played a few. We, we've sort of touched last year on Tamalo Vega. Uh, I think in a very very limited chances he got, but big body winger, yeah, uh, another absolutely. one, but work. Uh, Good finisher, but probably not going to jump over anybody. <laughs> I don't mean to sound like the dime a dozen, but he's probably your prototype big body winger now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cooper John's best, probably the best game I've ever seen him play. Oh, yeah, he was fantastic. He's outstanding. He's um, his ball he's, playing, he's ball was playing intelligent early on, just to be able to pick the cutout. Um, some of his kicking was very smart, yep. and laid on his short balls work was very good. So, um, as now coming in here as a backup five eight, I'd. I mean, he's come out of the Melbourne system, I guess, so he must have learned something down there. Very good short um, game at different points but as well. He, um, he looked fantastic. He was yeah, a great game. Absolutely. Um, Sipley had a pretty good game, mm-hmm. um, considering there's been question marks around him because he sort of fades in and out of games at different times. Gordon Chan come Tong, the number nine, who played pretty, uh, pretty big minutes and looks every bit of a backup for uh, Lachlan Croker. Yep. Going through the season, I wouldn't be surprised if he, he's someone that does start playing. They 20, need a 14, don't they? 20, 30 We've talked minutes. about Schuster being 5'8", but they've lost Walker. Yes. So you need that other... And, um, yeah, very good. Um, his service seemed quite clean. He, he When he picked to run, was quite um, incisive mm-hmm. at different times as well. So he looked like one that could end up blending into this squad by the end of the season. And Tua Palutu should have that wing spot down pat now. You would um, think so. He was yeah. very good again. Oh. Ever since he's come in, I, I think there's been one or two average games out of him, but he's seemed like an above average winger since he started in the NRL. Tui Palutu had big raps on him for a while. And yeah, nothing it didn't change after this one. Uh, and in terms of um, not a noticeable change in structure, I think, from Seabold yet? No, absolutely not. Um, most teams played the same sort of footy this mm. week in the trials. It's that um, you know, two hit-ups through the middle, have a, have a little sniff around an edge somewhere yeah. and then go to the edges. Um, you're not going to see the, the orchestrated plays come in for probably five or six weeks until everyone's got their full fitness back on. You might see one or two surprise plays here and there, but um, the defence probably looked a little bit better. Mm. Um, just the, Maybe some the control through the middle. Like they now, didn't seem um, to sort of get pushed back constantly through the middle of the field. 
but the rumor is allegedly yeah Harper's on the outer and trying to be offloaded somewhere yeah, I so heard something like that um I assume they look for those bigger well they still got a crowbar cooler in somewhere and um, there's a rumor I think it's a horrible rumor I, was, I don't well, know it if it's going to come true after but a back row and they've got the best as good a back row stocks as anyone um Zach Fulton. And Zach Fulton was fine. Yeah, yeah. looked pretty good. Um, didn't get a huge amount of involvement, but didn't make any errors. Um, he didn't have that big high energy <laughs> enthusiasm that he had with his NRL debut, but um, yeah, definitely didn't do anything wrong and it still wouldn't surprise me if you see him as the 14 going forward. Any else to take away from his game? No, I just, I think the Bunnies probably shot themselves in the foot in the last 15, 20 minutes of this yeah. game. They sort of gave it away a little bit, but it's, it's, it's well, a trial it's game. It's so. feel of every game. And then you pull every, reason. as you said, when you pull five or six players off the field, it changes the whole dynamic. So. Yeah, but, you know, even the games where teams won and they looked closer than they were, they could have gone the other way if you um if they left them out there. Yeah. Hot weather and everything. Absolutely. In the heat Saturday afternoon, Penrith, the 22, beat Parramatta... 16, and for me the tale of this was Parramatta had a bunch of ball and a bunch of opportunity. Didn't quite know what they were supposed to do with it. And if Mitch Moses is going, it's a little bit of a... I know there's no other... The rest <laughs> of the spine wasn't there. I know I know. before people have a go at me as I go and press record on the uh, camera. Um, it's a bit well, of a terrifying glimpse into life without Mitch Moses, potentially. One of their spine players was there in, Ho in Hodgson, and I thought he was but, very uh, underwhelming. Obviously... The bloke hasn't the played game. for two <laughs> years, so yeah, there's there's plenty of excuses, but made a couple of um very fundamental errors and didn't have a lot of involvement in the game whatsoever. Service looked okay, but there was a lot of other hookers that looked a lot better over the weekend than what um Hodgson. Mm, did. We'll get to one later. <laughs> um Sean Russell and Lumi Lumi look like they're both gonna be playing off for the, the second wing spot as aside Sivo this weekend, so um, and got, there's a centre spot up for grab with Waka Blake, uh, broken arm. Oh, yeah, true. And, um, well, Zach Sini looked like he went okay, actually. He looked a bit more robust. He was probably close to Parramatta's best on the field. And named in centre, um, actually, named, is interesting because maybe he's... I think he's there again this week. So. Yeah, he's um, he's put a little bit of size on. He looked... Uh, he, he wasn't getting thrown around in tackles like he was um, for the Tigers there after that first stellar game that he played with these fans on the hill <laughs> screaming his name for mm. the majority of the game. But... Um, yeah, from someone who who had a fantastic debut and then probably had a couple of subpar games, I thought he was quite good in this one and did look a lot more robust, especially carrying the ball than what he had previously. So, um, Look, Rankin's the captain coach of Reggie's, I believe, so he was just doing a job out there. Fine, cool. But um, underwhelming, I thought, Arthur. Again, yeah. He's definitely, he's, more and more I see him, the less and less I think he's a first grade, even as a first grade replacement, to be honest. Especially where, yeah. Did score a couple of tries in the grand final, but... But comparing, and it's early on, but, you know, we've heard for two years how he's the best trainer there and he's got all these brains and this and that. And I'm sure he's a fucking great bloke. I'm not trying to... Yeah. This is never, ever personal. But um, even compared to what Flanagan put on the table, yeah, comparing apples to apples, that was... Flanagan looked great, I thought, at yeah. point. Puru for, for the Sharks playing. And Puru he put, probably played in. more of a six than a seven, but I yeah. thought he was quite good for the but, Sharks. But um, just in terms of how much... Metcalf opportunity the they had, Power probably should have won this game. Yeah. Um, and we didn't see it, which is the concern um, mm. more than anything. But the, the, the forwards are all serviceable. Um, 
not really. Madison um, spent a lot of minutes on the field. A lot of time. Madison probably got a big blowout. Now he gets a month off, so. Didn't that come back to bite him in the ass? Yeah, well. Did you really see much out of Ogden was pretty good. Ofahiki Ogden was pretty decent. He's probably their best forward on the field, really. But Coming over from, where do you come? Dogs, I think. Bulldogs. Yeah. And as a backup front rower, will probably um, be serviceable for for big parts of the year. But uh, Dory again, another one who came across from the dogs. He'll be touch and go whether he gets a spot in the seventeen. But I thought he was okay at different parts. But yeah, they 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 definitely miss their they miss their big boys mm. in the middle of the field. Um, they'll be crying out for them to come back because that was where they they lost the game. They just really couldn't get any forward momentum. No matter how much time and position they had on the field, they just weren't breaking down that front door to set up anything no. outside it. So, um, which obviously doesn't help the halves, even though we've both said that they probably weren't great. But I, I think they were playing off the back foot for no. a, a fair and, bit of and it. And when so. you talk about systems, comparing the tiger system, the shark system, now the Penrith system, Penrith for a lot of it didn't miss a beat in hot weather. They they were fine, um, especially given they're all kids. Given we. Could have probably recognised three blokes on the field yeah. as they ran out. Um, they're good. That's the task. Uh, and I thought the front row was a pretty good. Smith and Henry um, laid enough of a platform there. Zach Hostings, did he play much? He, he played about half an hour. Decent I think. touches. Yeah. Um, and Matt Eisenhuth did his half an hour that he does most games um, coming off the bench, which is what you're going to see for the majority of the year. But the um, the young fella on the wing was Jesse McLean. Yeah, Big well, he was, um, he was. I think he was upgraded the day before this to top thirty, and I was told rightfully so. And we know why they let they'll have to let Staines go. I Big guess. Big wraps on him coming through. He has good footwork, speed, um, yeah, decent size on him as well. So but we'll see more of him we, yeah, as absolutely. we head towards the world where they don't have Crichton either. Like they've got a million blokes there. Well, <laughs> so he's still going to be set, waiting. The try that weekend was, which was dis- I think it was disallowed. The Taruva McLean try. Yep. That was like just instinct, and um, but they pinched a few intercepts. They've obviously, you know, awareness, sharpness. They, um, I don't think I could fault any of the back backs really. Yeah, well, they they've been the best team in all three grades, I think, for the last couple of years. Excuse me, but so. it's pretty clear they obviously the, the junior system out here works because look at uh, Piru at uh, Sharks. He looked mm. pretty close to ready to go. Um, there's another oh uh, Katoa. Yep. He's pretty close to ready to go. It, amazing. It's just incredible that it's, it's Considering working so well. You know, they haven't had the, the taste in, in the first grade either. Um, you know, the, they've been sitting in the backgrounds playing reserve yeah. grade and they're not far off first grade standards. Um, so. we've, we spent a month ago raving about Sonny, well, not raving, but saying Kenny and Sonny Luca, mm. you know, your, your go-to super coach guys. And Summerton came out and... In a lot of other clubs, people would be screaming for him to be starting at fourteen or nine. So, and he's a he's, he looks bigger than both of them. He does. Um, yeah. Rangy, smart, fast. Um, he's got something to offer as well. Yeah. <laughs> what, what do we say? It he's makes young. it hard when you play thirty players. Um, obviously, a yeah. lot of blokes didn't get a lot of minutes. And there's so a spruik on Riley Smith, who's a, a dummy half as well. But yeah. Yep. Um, obviously, they're going to go with the tried and true as. Um, they always mm. do with um, – I think Sonny Luke will end up being their biggest attacking weapon out of any of the, the hookers that they do have coming through. But um, they'll play him how – you know, 
Probably old, ma- old mate will start for 20 minutes, half an hour. Um, what's yeah. his name? <laughs> the, the hooker, Mitch the, Kenny. The, Mitch Kenny will play for 20 minutes, half an hour. Takes that rotation absorb that defence, and, and then Sonny Luke will come on like Coruscant. It's still, it will be an issue coming up against some of the better teams, but majority of the comp, I don't think it'll matter too much. Yeah, I don't think you can even grade Penrith off this because it's absolutely not. Apart from <laughs> saying it's scary for it the next the ten years as well. Wales Cup team and, that's and, I, and I would almost give yeah. I'd almost give Power a, a fail. Yeah, almost. Um, it, I know it's uh, again it's a team trials, with nobody saying? in it. Um, when you see their front row rotation come back in, that, that that's obviously what they build their game around is RCG and Paulo bashing down that front door, yeah. which gives time. To the to the outside backs, which you'll see more of this week and going through the start of the year, but yeah, I, I still think they're they're probably not going to be top four, but no, yeah, close at the bottom. Especially of the not end. if um, Moses decides to leave. And I was thinking about this the other day. Imagine if Moses does sign with the Tigers. This is a tech club that booed their coach for getting the grand final. Yeah. How are they going to treat him every Friday night at Bankwest when he yeah. walks out there? I don't know. Um, they were suggesting on social media today, just in general, that perhaps that's why these figures have been leaked to the media, the $6.5 million at Tigers yeah, yeah, versus yeah. 4 at Try and Arif, soften it. Because if they do leave, then the fans at least will go, well, he's taken a $2 Couldn't million. Couldn't really afford it. Yeah. But he's going to get his ass booed out. Oh, yeah. mate, the fact that the last three or four years, like he's had him up and in contention for... I know there was a couple of years they went out in the first week or the second week. Mm. But there's 10 other teams that would love to be in that position. Oh, you know 100%. what I mean? And you got the majority of the fan base booing him and carrying on. Saw a couple today saying he'd be sacked by round two and round three. That's <laughs> not going to happen, guys. <laughs> that said, if they miss the eight... <laughs> I don't know. No, I can see him Who getting sacked by the end of the year, but he's not, he's not yeah. getting no, sacked no, round getting... two, round five, round ten. Yeah. But, yeah. I don't know. They're, they're a uh, Parramatta, eh? Um, the next Saturday, well, the, the main event Saturday was St. Helens 30 beating the Dragons 18. Uh, I'll be honest, Barn, I, I did watch this game. I went back and watched, tried to watch the, the mini again. Right. Not, not a lot of it sunk in. So... Um, <laughs> I don't know why, but um, 30 to 18, Barn, what do you take away from the uh, St. Helens team against probably a lot of what you see is what you get from the Dragons? Yeah, there was, um, they did probably play more first graders than a lot of the other teams uh, coming in. Obviously, no Hunt, which makes a massive difference in this, the structure of the way that they play, but St. Helens, I think, were flattered a little bit by their opposition, to be honest. Um, they did look dominant. They looked in control for the majority of the game. Um, their front rowers were definitely... Oh, well, their, their entire forward pack was dominant compared to the opposition that they were playing against. Um, realistically, the only sort of forwards that put up a bit of a fight were Blake Laurie again, which you, you get out of him every week. But yeah. he's not he's not kicking doors down and throwing offloads and all that kind of stuff. He's just getting through his work. Murdoch Masilla for his first hit out for the Dragons. Jeez, they need him. Wasn't bad. Yeah, they, they He'll definitely end up need starting that for him. Possibly every week, I'd yeah, suggest. I, w- I would think so. If not, he'll be the first one that gets com- that comes on 15, yeah. 20 minutes into the game. Um, but yeah, I think St Helens were definitely flattered by um, the, by their opposition. Don't get me wrong; they're a decent side. They probably finished maybe seventh or eighth, or somewhere between seventh and tenth in an NRL competition. Just off what I saw this week, obviously they've come over here. There's there's some different things. They could possibly even finish a little bit higher, um, being in 
the NRL for an entire season. And, yeah. Well, no jet lag and all that kind of thing. But um, the the halve options were weren't great. Um, Dodd was the standout out of out of him and Lomax. But uh, Johnny Lomax, I'd be playing. <laughs> I'd be playing Wellsby in six in front of him, and trying to find a young kid that can play fullback. Um, but Jack Wellsby was close to their best player on the field. Tommy Makinson again, who's been a superstar over in. I don't watch the enough Super to League comment for a long on time. their style of play, but it it seems every time I watch highlight reels, it's those two getting him out of some sort of trouble or yeah, absolutely scoring points out of their ass or whatever it might be. Conrad Hurrell was his typical bulldozing sort of self who makes an error here and there but does a few nice things. Their um their centers were they're probably worse than the Dragon centers. To be honest, the, the St George centers, to be honest, yeah. and but we know Con- really we know Conrad Hurrell, like we they're exposed players. We know who Conrad Huller is. Oh, we'll, we'll hop away. We know obviously he's at the back end of his career. Mark Percival didn't have a great game. Um, there wasn't anyone that really tore the game apart for for uh, St Helens, but they they did look much better. Um, the, yeah, the standouts, apart from the two I mentioned in Wellsby and Mackinson, were. Ignatius Parsi, another one we know from the Warriors that used to just get through his work and be a good front rower. Curtis Sirinan. Um He was good, Sirinan. Yeah, he was. He was decent. He probably wasn't in the. You know, he wasn't. Didn't look like a top echelon back rower, but he definitely looked like a serviceable, mm-hmm. still a serviceable NRL back rower. And um, the other front rower, Alex Wormsley, uh, he was probably the whole reason that they got forward and dominated this Dragons. How old is he? I'm sorry. 31, 30, 31, something yeah. like that. He's someone that probably should be on <laughs> But he's a massive body and he, he just um, caused all sorts of problems through the middle yeah. of the field for the for St. George. Um, they couldn't control him. And it generally was off the back of him. Um, Roby, 38, 39, I think, yeah. but still very good service out of dummy half. And Bothering as soon as... 38 games or something. As soon as they pushed through the middle... And made a bit of ground. He got the ball very quickly to his yep. to his halves, who basically caught and passed. And Wellsby got involved. Grub, beautiful grubber to set up that early try. And yeah, but um, yeah, the the Dragons flattered him. I think Penrith will put him away quite comfortably this week, yeah, considering that they're marching out pretty close to their top squad. I think I think they'll probably beat him by three or four tries, to be honest. And um, St Helens will sort of. All the people that were, well, especially the Dragons fans that were saying that the Super, you know, the <laughs> the Super League champions only beat us by twelve, will be sitting back going, oh, "Okay, maybe it, <laughs> maybe oh, well, we weren't yeah. as good as what we thought we were." But um, is yeah. there anything to take for the Dragons? I'm just <sighs> even looking at like Laurie's the only four that hit hundred meters. Moses Embai was close to their best player. Mm. Blake Laurie was their best player. Yeah. And Moses Embai was close to their best player, who's been a bit part player for the last five years. So, uh, yeah, not realistically, no. Um, who are they going to play at six with? It looks. Like it's, it's, I assume it's Embai. Maybe. <laughs> you know, here's what I was thinking. Actually, watching back the mini Did for this Sullivan, game, Sullivan cop an injury, so there's no Amona, no Sullivan seen, now as no, well. I th- I think he did, yeah. So he's still singing, watching this. Sort of left with Embai. Now you're at this stage as Dragons, and obviously I think Jack Bird's injured. Mm, Why yes. wouldn't you just throw Lomax at six? Yeah, or fullback. Put him back to fullback. He'd probably be better at fullback. Put him yeah. to fullback, and then look at what you've got around that. Because at least gives you a, a, a cross the field attack. On a wing. It gives yeah. your supposed best player 
a license, a free reign to get around the field he's at the moment. Being out there, and he was. I don't know doing, what his passing game's like, to be honest. With, nah, apart he's got, from he's that, got that stupid pass, flicky pass in the second row, but I haven't um, really seen him put his winger away that often. So. Maybe fullback. Maybe it's a go because you're now at the bottom of the barrel. You're missing your top four options. Give him just put him in the spine and so there he goes. Run into holes in the here and he makes shit up and he's a genius. So let's see it. Yeah, I don't know. Um, this this came up with more questions for me than answers. Like um, as I said, the the St Helens centers were poor, but Lomax and Suli weren't any better. Neither was no. B guy. Neither was. There was a lot of players in this game that really did not play. They, they, it ended up being a majority forward battle for a big part of the game, yeah. but there was no creative spark out of. The Dragons, apart from MY, and the only forward that really stood up and probably took it to St. Helens was Blake Laurie. So, yeah, what do we say? <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> it's, it's, we move on. Like, we just we, we, we just forecast it and we can't be upset about it. No. Sunday kicked off with uh, the Roosters 32 over the Storm 24. And our cheeky old Robo had to do something different and said he decided to save all his stars to the last 20 minutes <laughs> instead of the first half hour, which, like, is quite genius, really, when you think about it. Yeah. Um, but we got to see some young chooks in action uh, in an entertaining enough 80 minutes of footy barn. Did you have a big takeaway from – where do you want to start? I'll, we'll start with the storm, eh? Yeah. I thought um, Far Lago at fullback was Fucking amazing. It was one of the better performances over the weekend, to be honest. Well, he's not far away from 200 probably getting odd a running metres, big, strong. He's, I think he's on a development contract, yeah. so he's probably not going to be seen until round 10 or whatever it is. Um, but he was close to their best attacking option. Um, I thought Young Wishart popped up at some really nice opportune yeah. moments as well and just seemed to be in the right spot when there was a when the attack was on. And got in and around the football, which caused a lot of, um, you know, good broken play. Uh, Josh King was very good at 13, um, which I think obviously now probably now his position spot, yeah. for the rest of the year. Bronson Garlic, a young fellow who actually played some really good football. Um, I think he played a game towards the back end of last year and was quite good as well. And he's debut for the for the, um, was it Storm or was he at South? No, he sure. is. Oh, yeah, he might have yeah. been at the Storm, but um, the, the, I do remember him no, playing Storm, a game last no, year Storm. and he was quite good. So right at the bottom of somebody that you might see coming in and taking a bench spot at um, some point during the year. Elise Cattell was probably a little bit disappointing considering he's going to be a, a starting back rower for the Storm coming through. But, um, yeah, Will Warbrick, who looks like now, is probably going to be slated for a wing spot with... Remy Smith moving into the centres to cover Olam. Yep. Or young Tonomapia, depending on which sort of way they go there, is going to be interesting. But um, he, he looks fast. You can tell he's a bit of a touch player. He's not someone who's massively into the contact. <laughs> um, or not a touch player. It was a rugby sevens, I think, he yep. came from. But he's not a huge one for contact. But if yeah, put a little bit of size on him and get him into a hole. He's, he's definitely quick enough to cause a lot of headaches for the opposition if you put him in the right spot. So, But um, I thought the Storm were probably a little bit better than I thought they would be. Yeah. I, th I thought that I expected the Roosters to dominate the large parts of this game, but there was a few of the younger kids that sort of, as I mentioned in Wishart, I thought Pizette was pretty decent as well. He had a few nice touches and sort of controlled them around the field. 
without being a superstar. But um, yeah, I, I thought they were a bit more competitive than I actually thought they would be by the end of this game. So yeah, they will. I think so, and and I think like I said, their backline's looking at yeah, yeah. Warbrick's going to start this week. Eremia, uh, Grant Anderson's in that convo. Remus Smith and Pia. Mm. Yeah. Um You'll see Meany come back, he will take probably take gonna take one spot. Yeah. Their issues are forwards. Yeah. Uh, well their issues their forwards and their backs, but um who then fills eighty minutes doing the the you know, the yeoman's work up front is where we need to just get to. Josh King, yeah, Christian Walsh only had a a bit part to you know, got to take yeah, he's coming back from a year right. away. Cool. He'll be fine. Um, Joe Chan looked like someone who might end yeah. up getting a bench spot. So Pretty big I boy. guess this week's going to be Telmore for for them. Yep. Um, oh yeah, absolutely. You'll see their starting pack come back this week, and you'll be able to sort of judge a little bit more yeah. how they go. Um, Chooks excited me. I thought there were lots of um, positive signs there. Uh, well, first of all, interesting seeing Jake Turbin play five eight, but he had a pinpoint. <laughs> Couple of pinpoint kicks, and he wasn't wasn't bad. I assume it's probably they're probably just going. Well, you're now Connor Watson, and yep. so they've named him here, and he was, he was fine. Yeah, uh, him and Hutch first grader, probably swap and change around. in between um, that role. Really liked what I saw from El Zakam. He's another well, just another big rangy back rower that they've got in the <laughs> Tupanilla <laughs> mold. Just pull him um, out of the cupboard and throw him on the big field. Big rangy breaks a tackle as an offload. Um, I thought he was. Almost one of the most well, yeah. eye-catching players on the field, yeah, I'd say. Um, Sia Wong, he's the one with the wraps. He was good. Um, and Junior Punga came over from the Tigers last year, scored a try. He was good as well. Um, most of their first graders that are going to play only then, sort of played 20, 30 minutes. Yeah, so then what then came on and job. Cheese did look fit, looked ready to go. He, he only did. had a couple yeah, of absolutely. bits. His service was fantastic. What, um, your service the, the, is better than I've seen for quite a while. Yeah, just fit and clean, ready to go. The player I'm excited for this year now, and and watching this, and I think I messaged you at cricket, you, so you did. I messaged you, and then like three minutes later it happened. But when I was watching <laughs> it, Cheese can now create that one-two punch with Victor Radley that he had, yep. and now he can now have that little cannonball run to set up Radley, either run to the post, which is what happened, or feed Radley to that. I think it's going to be a great year for Victor Radley. Um because he's going to get clean service, he's had a couple of years of injury suspension, head knocks, da 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 da. He's now got a, a bit more of a focal. He's point. got a very another bash brother that's going to get in and do a bit of um, you know pig work with him. And someone who's going to try and put him and, in position. And be aiming to get him, yeah. but just it just it the way he went back out to the left to put Radley under the post. I was like, well, that's it. That's perfection. That's what they want back going again. Yeah. Um, and I think now when we talk super coach wise, Radley around the four. 28, I think he is. Sort of has me a little bit excited now. I know I've actually gone out and... Yeah, I had him there last him year. And yeah, just yeah, but he's had that... He's, they never if, really you know, gave When we're talking super coach, last said. year was a messed up year. Yeah. Before I did, was playing hooker. and was, But I think it might be the year he becomes a... He gets to be the best best Radley he can be. And <laughs> whatever that means may not be. But I think Cheese is... Of all people, we didn't really talk about it. We said it's great for the back rows. But for, for the 13, I think Brandon Smith's going to be fantastic for him. Yeah, especially because he gets to be, you know, um, Radley gets to choose what side of the field he gets involved yeah. on, and you know, and to make pick sure he gets the right defenders, and yeah, uh, and get back to cutting blokes down and and doing it. In the meantime, Sam Walker was good. The first grade, as you said, 
got a little confused as he does every now and then. He seems, I think he's got, he's got that many options running through his head. He sort of <laughs> tricks himself a little bit, but yeah. Um, the f- but I thought the first graders um, all came on and got to be flattered and f- flattered themselves. That's good. Yeah, Egan was pretty good. Yeah, Egan Butcher again just came on, does his job as he does most weeks. But uh, any other takeaways for the Chookies? I would have liked to see him put the foot down. I think they were pretty well dominant after about twenty minutes of that yeah, second yeah, half, yeah. and I thought they probably could have blown the storm out, but they didn't. Um, obviously, comes with taking players off. You don't want you know it's the first trial of the season. You don't want them to get Injured and all the rest of that. But, yeah, I, th- I think it's a really good warm-up for them. And I think come round three or four, you're going to see them. It's and, exactly what we want with Spruken him as top two. It's a, I think it's exactly what you want to see. And this weekend will be the uh, cherry on top, I eh? mm-hmm. uh, We get to out down to Maria where 34 to 18, the Doggies beat Canberra, who I keep getting told are a top four team. And unfortunately, they've lost their fullback out of this game. But, geez, I tell you what, Reed Barney might have been one of the stars of the weekend. His service and what he's brought to that team. I mean, we're only talking about a trial here, but. And what, do you play um, 55 minutes or something? 55 yeah. or so. He's going to bring this team to life. And and what I jerried is that he's been in a team and being, and you've made the case that he's the best hooker in the game. Service, um, yeah. Passing off the ground, yeah. Absolutely. But in, you know, in the obviously top three, whatever it might be. He's now in a team. He's been in a team with a dominant spine, but he's been it. with a team yeah. of three blokes that always want the ball: mm-hmm. Moses, Gutho, uh, Dill. Yep. He's now coming here where he's got Burton. He's got a young half. He's got Burton, Burton who will want play, the. But he, uh, he will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got Burton who who knows his role and is very good at it, and and we'll find out what um, what for now Perrin brings, whether that's a placeholder, whether it's crying down the road. I think he's going to look a million bucks this year, Reed Marnie, and Just his service uh, this game and his timing, uh, he's going to kick a lot more this year. I, I feel that's coming. Yep. And he's oh – jeez, I think he's, he's just you like – even look at it. Like the dogs had Jeremy Marshall King last year, right? Yeah. Quite a good – Quite yeah, good, good, good Quite a good yeah. season. Yeah. But you look at the way that their forwards rolled onto that football when, when, um, <laughs> when Mahoney was out there. Just the way he brings them onto the football. Like he doesn't hit them on the chest so that they you know, can catch it and keep running upright. He puts it out in front of them, down a little bit lower, so they have to get down, yeah. they have to take the ball at pace, and they're in that brace position already before they even hit the line. Yeah. Like the ball is too, like within a couple of inches of being perfect the majority of the time. When it's coming off the ground, it's quick, it's where it needs to be, and it gets the forwards just rolling onto the, onto the ball. And... By the time they've got the ball, they've sort of set themselves up ready for contact. The defence has only moved a couple of metres. And it just gets that roll, tackle after tackle after tackle. You saw how good the forwards looked, even though it wasn't their best forward back. They looked ten times better than what they did He made made Preston look like a bloke that should be playing first grade. He made uh, uh, Ryan Sutton's going to enjoy this year. Uh, oh, absolutely. And then I think he's going to be close to one of the buys of the year, especially in your super coach. Because right. th- he's going to get a lot more minutes than what he got at Canberra. The year before at Canberra, he was one of their better players. <laughs> and for whatever happened last year un- <laughs> under Ricky, it, the, he got sort of excluded out of that team a bit. Like, he wasn't dropped, but his minutes were drastically reduced. I think he's going to be a big one for the dogs. And they've turned around already and said, you know what, TPJ's playing in the middle. Yeah, um, Sorrell's come out and said it. TBJ's going to say it. He said, "No, I'm front rower now. Cool. So he's going to have one job, 
uh, almost almost what's tight and should be doing with Fafita. But it's um, it? you can have him, you can have Thompson. Hopefully, a bit of a freshen up, new coach, new opinion. We know how good he is. Mm-hmm. Um, Kikau, uh, Fatala Mariner, Franklin Pele, possibly. And Pele, how good did Pele look? Million bucks. Man. Pele he looked like awesome. he had footwork, he had time, he had space. Huge um, offload. Holding up two and three blokes to offload. Uh, um, and then, like I said, yeah. Preston. Um, and, you know, I've been spruiking him for two years now and the Sharks haven't given him an opportunity for whatever reason, but he could be a massive off coming off the bench for the Bulldogs. Yep. Um, they look very good. And the biggest takeaway I had out of this game was we've been mentioning for the last 12 months how slow Canberra looked, right? you got a team full of kids. They still look good. Still look slow yep. with a team full of kids. Yeah. There is very little pace in this Canberra team. Um, why they may be very well drilled, they may be all good hard workers, but there's nobody like you looked at. Look at Hayes Perham and the way that he set the field alight at different times, stepping people, going through, you know, mm. running through gaps or causing gaps just because of his footwork and the the acceleration. There's very little acceleration in this Gamber squad. I yep. don't know what it is. I don't know if it's something that's been coached out of them, or something that's been coached into them, but. They look and slow. they've lost the one bloke that they had it. Looks slow. Yeah, absolutely. It's savage. And no Seb Chris this week, who you'd probably argue is, I guess, the second one of their quicker ones. Yeah, I don't know. I'd have to think. Um, like, they, don't get me wrong. Blokes like Schiller looks like a very fundamentally good winger who does a lot of the right things constantly, which is what you want. But he doesn't seem to have the pace to burn somebody on the outside. No. Um, yeah, the halfback that played. Um, I was giving him raps all last year. He was really good fundamentally again with his kicking Schneider. games. Yeah, Brad Schneider. And same as um, Frawley. Like they did both some fine. nice things, but they're not going to step on the inside of someone and burn them. Like no. you look at the likes of Hines, Jerome Hughes, your Moses, go through, go your better everyone. halfbacks, Cleary. Cleary. Yeah. They've got that step and go, that bit of acceleration. Your better centers, your better wingers. The, the ones that stand out are the guys with that little bit of if it's not acceleration, it's pace or it's both. It's mm. just something that you need in a team. And yeah. it concerns me. It doesn't seem that there's much of it. And in this who's camera realistically, ranks. who's you're getting White and back in, you're getting Fogarty back in, who they desperately need. Yes. Uh, White was fantastic in them. Yeah. There you go. Playing at centre. But anyway. <laughs> he's probably, if he, he would be the best, he probably is the best centre in the game. And defends like a lock. So he, he they're the two positions the we've been saying for two years where he should be playing. But. Um, anyway, and they've named Tarpane at thirteen this week, which goes to show, I think, shows what they're missing because they're missing Elliot, who had some footwork and creativity. Yep. They're missing Sutton, who had yes. some footwork and creativity, um, and they're going to bring Whitehead back in, who we know very good tradesman. This team is very good. They're very good. It's very gone backwards in the last tradesman. months, though. Why they're actually a bunch more talented and tradesman like Dragons team. They're yes. probably better. They're bigger and better built. That's all they are. And they're going to have more spark because they've got the best centre in the game playing 5-8. And they're going to have Fogarty, who has some creativity. Is a yeah, great absolutely kicker. does. Going to lead him around. They're going to be fine. So back to my point about how, yes, they're going to be the team that good teams will beat and shit teams will lose to. They're exactly who they are. Yeah. They're just like if you go on NRL 2025 and you play the team, it's all the smack ranking 75. Yeah. You'll, that's who they are. And I, th- until I see otherwise, I don't have any reason to change it. No. <laughs> Sum that up pretty well, I think. Um, 
Croker looked lost at times. Uh, it's it's sad considering, you know, I want to see him play his 300th game. I want to see him be the yeah. leading point scorer in the NRL, all the rest of that. But he does, I'm not sure he's he's going to get there. Um, he doesn't, and you can't now play NRL without a left shoulder. No. You just can't. <laughs> Absolutely. Especially if you're a right centre. Yeah. But, <laughs> um, as I mentioned, Snyder, I thought was really good. Again, um, he's someone that I could see playing a 14 role. I said it last year. I'll say it again. Put him but in, yeah. Just put him in halves <laughs> and fucking move Whiten out there. To the 13 or centre. Especially yes. now, that, actually, no, 13, especially now they need us. Why would you play move Tarpane out front. of the middle? Well, yeah. you're now taking metres off Tarpane yep. for the sake of whatever he's going to do, play pretend to be a Patrick Carrigan. That's all right. We'll sign Ricky Stewart for 10 years. And, yeah. and Madge is like out. I heard today there was fucking so much rhetoric today. Oh, the Sharks are signing uh, Fitzgibbon for five years. He needs to give him at least one premiership in the f- next five years. I'm like, anyone call Ricky Stewart and ask him about now he's gone for the last fucking... Has Ricky, <laughs> won, Ricky won a premiership apart from East? He won the one at, at the Roosters. Yeah. When Gus was still there. Yeah. Got year. kicked out of Paramount. Been, yeah. Had, Something like he's actually no, he, he got Canberra to a final, a grand final, but other than that, it's been running the seventh or eighth for eight, nine years. Anyway, I'm, I'm off the point. Um, no, I thought right. Solo was pretty good for the Raiders um, in the front row, get a bench rotation spot. But other than him himself and Schneider, there was not a lot of um, shining lights in this game for Canberra. It, um, yeah, it probably confirmed for me more that there probably are. Bottom of the eight, maybe not even in the eight. You know, you year. know, a bulldogs or a tigers or whoever's going to get someone's hot. Someone's going to jump out of the ground. And a team yeah. that can score twenty eight points is going to score eight more points than they're capable of. Right Trey now. Mooney again looked okay um, for all the raps on him. He probably should have been a little bit better performance in this game, but it is the first trial of the year. So uh, Max King again put his name up in lights. He's another one who's going to be. A bench front rower or possibly even a starter if they push Thompson well, back to the, to the to bench. To the Gump's wishes, we, we probably don't see Corey Waddell a lot mm. um, because you're going to have your Pele, your yep. um, Max King and Co in front of Thompson, Thompson TPJ, TPJ yep. et cetera, et cetera. Uh, Ryan Sutton, another one we mentioned, looked really good. Jacob Preston looked like probably the close to the best player on the field. Um, mm. Probably footwork's not... Fantastic, but he's got an offload and, um, mm. you know, he's, he's robust and does a job through the middle. Kiraz, again, was was good without being outstanding, but I think he's another one of those junior wingers slash centers coming through that's probably a bit above average Then and will will keep a spot. Now, uh, a sign of intent that Avarillo was named here without her, her and Bingy. Mm. Um, so, obviously, he's playing centers and they were... We didn't see a lot. Alamotti didn't get a lot of ball, but he, no, he, he get, get a try there. He yeah. broke a couple of tackles. He's, he'll he'll start. I assume he's starting there, so he'll get better. Avrilo, he's always been touted as a defensive centre, I think, more than an attacking centre. But big yeah, boy, did, yeah. did a decent job. Um, and a half. So I, I thought Flanagan was was fairly good. Yeah, he, he, was. he um he threw that early pass the early yeah. pass for a try. He did uh, had another couple of nice involvements and did enough to say yeah you'd be fine to see a good season of him at. Seven. Well, they backed him in at the end of last year. And, um, and now Reid, giving him the right service, should look better. And Reynolds was, was fine. Yeah, Reynolds yeah. Was good. He's only ever going to be a bit part player coming back. He's yeah. more there for the team morale and all the rest of it. You saw all the social media posts with him you know, yeah. being announced and all the rest of it. And it's Captain quite clear that everybody loves yeah. him. And yeah. yeah so, um, Jarrell Skelton, I think, has come across from the, the Waratahs. 
Ooh, mm. His brother plays for the Waratahs. <laughs> relative plays for the Waratahs, but he's big boy. Um, still needs to sort of grow into what he's doing, but um, could probably find a spot there somewhere. And um, Topine was a little underwhelming for me. Mm. I thought um, he played enough minutes to probably have a little bit more impact, but did a couple of nice things. But Yeah. And um, Rajab didn't look necessarily out of place. Actually looked really good. Yeah. I thought he actually looked really good. I don't know how long you played, 15 minutes? Passing game, uh, nice Chris little player. sort of short chip half slash bomb sort of kicking game. Um, yeah. Apparently there's a few teams circling him at the moment, so we'll see what happens there. But yeah, well, that's been denied and, you know, everyone's foolish. Yeah, so it's like <laughs> Wellsby plays one game here. Who denied it, and Gus? And then uh, Fox, Fox put out that, oh, every club wants Jack Wells. If like, Gus has no. denied it, it's probably going to happen. Yeah. Anyway, so. um, big tick for the dogs. Big tick yeah, for the dogs. Yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, I think they're rightfully excited for what might be ahead. Yeah, got some pace there in the outside backs, which helps. Any final words here? Done. And then the first of two Queensland draws, interestingly enough. Yeah. <laughs> 22-22, Cowboys and Dolphins. Cowboys got out of jail in the last or last minute or so. In fact, exactly the last minute. <laughs> As um, we saw the Dolphins debut and, yeah, they were fine, Barn. What do you take away from, from these two teams? What do you take when it Probably it's wasn't quite an RL standard for the majority of this game. Um, there was some flashes the five, of... 5-8 that wasn't an RL standard. He wasn't playing for the... Cowboys, I know that. Anyway. <laughs> there was um, some some really good flashes from a, a few players. Um, Robert Derby and on the wing for the, the Cowboys was fantastic. I thought um, Mr. Drecke, Moosen Drecke, uh, yeah. scored a couple of tries. Probably flattered him a little bit. He probably um, could have got a little bit more involved. Tom Chester at fullback was okay. Um, but... Yeah, this Cowboys team's nothing like what's going to run out next week. I, I don't think any of them have been named, to be uh, honest. Tamo oh, yeah, Tamo will be about the only one that's going to be good. named And he was good. You do a good half hour of bench every week. And, yeah, he, he proved himself to be what he was doing at the Tigers last year. Just um, getting through his work, being that um, you know reliable front rower that you need and was probably close to their best one. Um, the only other one you'd... Maybe mentioned was um, Sylvester Namo. Big Namo, yeah. yeah um, big body caused a few problems in for the Dolphins' defence. But, um, yeah, this was a <coughs> an interesting uh, big game. Big run made, football. isn't it? Three blokes all running 200. Yeah, said Rugu, um, another front Namo. rower that mm. um, might end up with a bench spot at some point. But realistically, there's nobody out of this Cowboys team that you're going to pen to be playing First grade apart from Tamo. As well, you said. we're told by Cowboys fans Tom Chester will play 14. I don't necessarily agree, but. Not sure. Yeah. Um, the, they do have a few. It will be interesting who they actually slot into that 14 spot. Um, Sarko was probably a bit disappointing at fullback for the Dolphins, to be honest. Um, it's not like him. <laughs> Bostock looked good in patches. Gildart was probably the best of the, the outside backs for. For the Dolphins and again just sort of do, did his job that he, he he's done for the majority of the time he's played um, okay in defence okay in attack but didn't set the world on fire um, I think Bostock for a kid he's got upside he's oh tall yeah, he's, he's good got a bit of pace space, he's strong uh, pace and yeah size so yep. I could see him I assume it'll be Edric and um, 
Bazaka on the wings to start with, but I can so. see him featuring at some point. Or maybe testing you, depends what way they want to play that. Yeah. Um, at oh, yeah, Hammers there. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, you got Hammerso as well. Um, mm. Yeah, so this, this Dolphins team will look a fair bit different as well coming into it. I thought Katoa probably outshone Milford. Um, yeah, that's what, neither yeah. of them were brilliant, but um, yeah, because <laughs> well, it, it I looks think like O'Sullivan's going to be they seven. Have, they have named yeah. Milford and um, O'Sullivan this week. Look, I'd be—I can't say I'd be shocked, but I, I would think by round ten we're seeing Katoa at least fourteen, if not six or seven. Would think so. Um, Herman Sasa was probably the best prop on the field. Um, him and Jared Wallace did a really good job for the Dolphins, getting them through the middle of the field, which was a big part of the reason that they got as close as they did. I thought even though the Cowboys didn't have a lot of players, I thought they were probably the better team for big parts. Um, yeah. Lumi Lumi, Connolly Lumi Lumi was good in the back row. Ray Stone was fantastic. He was another one that would probably would be would have been close to the best player on the field. He just chops blokes in half when they run at him. He's defensive. He's what he's building that um, uh, Jake Trebojevic sort yeah. of mould. Um, he's no nowhere near as big, but his defensive um, yeah, you know, his defensive setup is fantastic. And the way he drops down and just chops blokes' hips and legs out from underneath him. I believe he's been named at fourteen and. It, Suggesting Gilbert starts at thirteen, but they could do worse than getting Stone into the yeah, starting team. You know, Stone could play nine. He could probably play back yeah. row at a pinch. Probably play, play thirteen, fifty minutes anyway off the bench. So yeah, yeah. Um, I dare well, say you'll see him playing half an um, hour, forty minutes. Maybe the Sprook player of the weekend, Tawari. Anything from him? Tawari, Valance Tawari. To, I probably pronounced oh, it wrong. Uh, yeah. That's, He's massive. Barely, he's, he's, he's barely, barely, had a, he's, barely had a touch, did he? Um, I know he's a big guy, but um, I, I didn't uh, see a lot of involvement it. out of you know, him. One hit up, there you go. Very, yeah, don't really remember him at all. Um, Farmer Suali, uh, Suli did a decent job coming off the bench. And Mason Teague, they're probably going to be fighting each other for that sort of last, last forward spot. In the rotation, but yeah, the forwards aren't going to be the Cowboys' issue. Their their issue is going to be six to one, um, and it's going to be their issue for the season long. I just think their defense might be better than a couple of other teams, which will fin- make well, it even not finish last. Defensive efforts in a couple of oh, times there actually, were fantastic. I didn't, I didn't mention him, um, but he they he need didn't him out set there. The world on fire, but he was chasing everything. Yeah. He was you know right, there chased, to back he up. He down that um, in attack, back up in defense. Made the big break, yes, yeah, um, like he. He's just one of those guys that's always in and around the football, always looking for work and um, someone you need in the in your. Well, as we so. as we said in our preview, that's what Bennett's done. He's gone and found Ray Stone, Ewan Aitken, the Bromwiches, yep. blokes that are going to put their ass on the line, and that's how you build a club in five years. That you know, if you start with absolutely Luke Garner and they find Tommy a half, Talao, no, yeah. find a half yeah, next yeah. year and a strike centre, then. Yeah. yeah, who knows? But They'll probably um, find another one popping out of Brisbane. Uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> tricky, tricky one to take anything out of, to be honest. But entertaining game in footy, I suppose. Yeah, it was. Um, you know, it was probably a, an NRL equivalent of fourteenth playing fifteenth. You know. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. So, yeah, is what it was. And we wrap up with twenty-four all the Broncos and the Titans. Now, given, you know. <laughs> how apparently you and I are so wrong about the Titans. What shone out here and made you change your mind on the Titans? 
nothing. And it probably confirmed for me more that the Broncos go close to missing the eight as hey, really? well. <laughs> to be okay. honest, I don't think the Broncos were that good. I think Reese Walsh carried them for large parts of, uh, especially in their attacking play. I, I thought they, well, that's what interests they me. They seem very it. lost at times. Um, obviously, you don't have Reynolds in there, which will make a difference if he gets on the field because he hasn't been named for this week and there's talk that he might not be named for the first couple of weeks mm. of the season as well. Um, Jordan Pereira, another one we've mentioned year what after year that deserves a spot somewhere. But, um, oh, <laughs> I've gone off to the Bron- the Titans. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, what have you got? You got Jaden Campbell. It, it, it's hard because realistically their spine wasn't on the field. Um, yeah. Look, we're worried about, um, look, our, our biggest concern I'd say would be the Fords mm-hmm. and Sim- Stimson and Jolliffe are both probably overperformed and were serviceable, first serviceable, but their paint house was having a holiday and the rest of them weren't there. So yeah, take with a really grain of salt. <laughs> Um, getting to the stage where I would suggest maybe they need to have the TPJ chat and say Fafidi is starting prop. Yeah, well, he was one of their better forwards, but he really had very limited involvement as well. Um, he made one or two little incisive runs down that right-hand side where he parks himself, and um, he did a little bit more defence than he did at different times last year, but... Um, out of anyone, it was probably Cleese Hasft for me that um, looked like he was putting his name up as a as a bench rotation for the, the forwards for the Titans. Um, but their forwards were, yeah, they were dominated for the majority of the game, yeah. I think. Um, um, there was I, I think I was surprised that the Titans scored as many points as they did. I think it came down more so to Brisbane errors and, and, in the yeah, and then the runaway at the back end yeah. of the game. But there was, um, well, they scored... Yeah, the winger. Yeah, they scored all the points in the second half, basically, and two of the run away and in the late try um, out wide there. And he looked fine. Looks so like nice finish. Uh, Khan Pereira, I believe he's going to yeah, yeah, take Marzu's spot. Uh, he had a couple of errors in him, but he definitely looks like there's something about him. He's got some pace and a um, little bit of elusiveness there on the wing. So Tanner Boyd, we, he's, we know what we get with him, but he, he his kicks are pretty good. Um, he had two nice try assists, a nice kick, nice and runs. a nice. Uh, overlay. So, look, if they start with him seven, that's what they're going to get. And it was fine. Yeah, but he's he's more of a, a run first sort of mentality. Well, and we if said the this gaps isn't. aren't there in front of him, he's not supplying what no. his outside. But I feel like we, be, we said this is what they're getting. And, and actually, the only bloke that really has that is Campbell, the real well, spreading four, early. Foreign should be able to but help. He's still a, a running bit. half, and, and AJ's a running. They're, he's they're much better ball player than oh, Tanner Boyd. But. Um, Interesting, you controls that kicking there. Um, we'll see this week, I suppose. Depends how um, uh, Kieran Foran's hamstrings are, I suppose. Let me see Verrill's. Um, we'll see Verrill's rolled out this week too. Um, yes, yeah, so slow not sluggish game of footy. I, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think anyone really stood out in over both sides of the field, apart from Reese Walsh, who looked very. Um, very proactive. Up, he was, yeah. yeah, he was in everything. He wanted to be involved in the game, and he was causing a lot of problems for the Dolphins' defense until he he got his um, face broken, unfortunately. But um, I, I would have been. Um, look, I, I am not as negative on the Broncos as you are, especially when you line up their full strength backline, mm. and they've got strike on strike on strike. I don't think they're going to miss the eight by a long way. I just think they're going to be in that battle for the bottom of the eight, oh, yeah, and yeah, they may just miss it the, but, um, the back end of the year. 
I I think Walsh the actually The thing that adds... probably got me down more on the Broncos than anything was the way that they fell apart at the back end of last mm. year. And I haven't seen any sort of, um, you know, apart from maybe the Reese Walsh signing, which may add something at the back end of, of this year, I can't see much of it changing. Well, I... So, I... Have put it down to as I've done in the past the uh, training, the, 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 the yeah. gassing Conditioning. out. Yeah. Um, that being said, if the same thing happens, Kev's probably not going to be there. Mm. Um, I would be excited because I think Walsh does actually add something. He, he looked a different player to the back in the last year. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, he's involved, sharp. Um, you could see him ticking over when he had the ball. It was, um, and he looked fresh, which is more important. Um, I would be doing. Marty Tapao added something for the Broncos. Yeah, well, probably he has to cover allegedly a, another Ford that may not be mm. around for much longer. Um, but they do, they, you know, you get Hask back, Carrigan back, your back row back, all of a sudden. Um, your Flegler's. Your Flegler um, and um, the other prop whose name just escapes me. Anyway, um, I, I think they're going to beat up. When you talk about gatekeepers, actually, when we talk about gatekeepers, this is a gatekeeper team with more flair than Canberra. Yeah, yeah, if you're going to say Absolutely. these two, if they're playing Canberra for eighth, I'd probably right back now, who Brisbane. are you backing? Yeah, because yeah. yeah. I can see points. Um, Pereira, like he's a first grade winger. He spent last yeah. year in Reggie's. He was fantastic on the probably weekend. Still might not get a spot. He won't because they're going to roll Oates back out again, which you can't Coates deny because that Coates and Oates. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I forgot about him. Uh, no, Coates is, oh, down, Coates at, is um, down at Melbourne. Melbourne. Now. Um, Oates. Oates, you mean yeah. Oates back, and you've got um, Selwyn. Yeah, Cobbo. Who might get the first crack at, at fullback for a week or two. I would be um, – the other bloke, I would, if he's not in the 17th, he should be 18th. He's Tristan Saylor. He's now two weeks in a row. I know you're playing slow. Something different, isn't it? Rate, but he's got a point of, of attack. He can kick. Yeah. He passes. He rakes tackles. He Decent X-Factors, if they get embraced by the right people, become stars. And uh, you've got to give Kevin credit. He's embraced your Selwyns, for better or worse, according to Selwyn. Um They've lost Tessie, so there's something there. He'll, he'll get to play a bit of first grade this year, and their nine's still an issue for me. Um, doesn't look mm. like they're going to go. Looking, it's, you're getting Pakes and Walters, aren't you? Again, yeah. yeah. Um, and both of those guys struggle with their service. Both of them struggle in defence. So I think they need to find another option there by the end of the year. But um, we'll see what happens there. Payne Haas was disappointing, but I don't think he was really interested I in feel playing, like he was to be honest. He other things on his mind. <laughs> yeah, quite possibly. Um, and, yeah, realistically, they didn't have anybody else in there. Brandon Fry did a job, and so did Corey Jensen, but they're probably not going to be, you know, they'll be playing bench rotation at best by, you know, big parts of the year. But And Marty Tapao, he'll be the other one. He was probably be the good. standout and you know what? for me, he, um, to be honest. He, just his ball, when you get ball to those, running. He's someone that can play those deep minutes does have an offload and especially off the bench his defense isn't horrible has an offload and yeah, yeah. quite a strong ball runner so um it's something that they will need um, parts of the year i'm giving yeah i, I think there's an we don't really sweep but i think there's enough to give it brisbane a tick and i suppose you give titans a tick for what we're saying that they're going to be who they are oh, there'll be a different team that runs out this week we're going to know a hell of a lot more next week after um the second trial but yeah we still, realistically, you're not going to have any sort of clue of what's going to happen until four, five, six weeks into the competition, realistically, because you're going to have upsets in the first couple of weeks. Oh, of course. It's just how it goes. Nature of the so. beast. Uh, the last game we'll just touch on, and I can't even find stats for it, if you can, well done, uh, is <laughs> the Indigenous Maori All-Star game you found straight away. Yeah. What's it under? 
it's under its own thing under the All Stars where it says preseason challenge. It changed that to All Stars. It's on its own series. Anyway, yeah, who cares? You got it. <laughs> um, as I said, not a lot of this sunk in anyway. But uh, was what were your takeaways from this? Because and, and even in a, in context of what they're adding back in their team, what do you take away out of this? I will. Um, I thought the Indigenous team probably should have run away with this game. They had they blew probably three or four opportunities. I think Cobo was involved in two or three of them. They dropped two over the line. I think it was absolutely close dropped the ball um, with with the line open. Um, the forward packs were dominated by the the Maori team, but they their rotation for their forward pack was horrible at different times of this game, and I don't think it let any of their their forwards apart from James Fisher Harris really have a proper impact on the game because they were playing it for ten minutes, taking them off, bringing on someone else, but then they'd yeah. sit on the sidelines for ten or fifteen minutes, come on, play ten minutes, and it really sort of stunted the way that they were playing until the last twenty minutes, where they just sort of picked everyone and stuck and just, you know, and they came home and got close at the back end of the game. Um, Joseph Tarpanay just it proved that he's one of the best forwards in the game. He was fantastic again, late footwork, palm, offload. He was, yeah, he was brilliant. James Fisher-Harris just does did what he does every week, scares the hell out of people, runs over the top of people, hits them in defence. Um, as a Shark supporter, I was a little disappointed to see Nico play half the game at fullback, to be honest, because that's not you know that's not what, what the Sharks need yeah. or want. But when the game was on the line, he played in the front line. He played at seven, and he did a really good job. Um, his you passing take game was quite good. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, no, he's in the other one, isn't he? Sorry. He's in the Sorry. other side. Yeah, no, they, he swapped with Latrell. Um, Latrell was playing six there for a big part of the game, which... Didn't help the Indigenous team either because yeah. he's definitely – he's a catch-and-pass guy. He's not a ball player. When he has to think about things, he sort of he, – he made quite a few mistakes if you go back and watch it, especially playing in the sixth position. And Cody Walker was a little disappointing too, uh, in my opinion. But I think that was more because he had to sort of take a back seat and didn't get to control and tell everybody what he wanted when he wanted it. As but a as a Tiger support, I was very pleased with Brent Naden. Yeah, he's he fantastic. Was and if he's going to end up on a centre, he probably played himself into a centre yeah. spot yeah, but there. Um, I think that's a little bit towards Nico as well. You have a look oh, at the players well that, that played in the and around. The try of the game was, was uh, Laurie and, Laurie and Maiden down that side with, with Nico. Yeah. Uh, and that was, was magic to watch. Uh, and nice touches for Laurie at times. Yeah, there was. Um, I think I think when you combine those two, I think you throw them back in um, – They'll add some spark to the Tigers. And what Tigers have, which some of the teams don't have, will be pace on the back of that. Naden there. Albert is, is Kelly playing at 13 for parts of the game. <laughs> he actually yeah, did right, quite so. good. Who's he um, playing he's, for now? I think he's still in, up in the Titans system, but um, right. put a little little size on and he was actually running as a 13 there for a little <laughs> while, which he, he did okay. Um, Jermaine Hopgood was fantastic. Yeah, um, He is going to be a good pickup for Parramatta if he keeps up that form that he played in this game. Well, he's going to get first he crack He was too. their best he's forward. He's, he's going to get a month at it. He was the best Indigenous forward by a mile. Um, I thought Josh Kerr was quite good, apart from getting sent off there for 10 minutes, um, just because he didn't bend at the hips and <laughs> make a tackle. He hit a bloke with a shoulder in the face. But um, that happens, <laughs> especially with your lazy front rowers. But um, yeah, the not Whiten was fantastic. We mentioned him earlier. Yeah. I thought he was he hits like a truck in defence. He was he he put a shot on Rapana. He put a shot on um, 
someone else as well and yeah, just absolutely cleaned him up in defence. Just be like he could he, his simplified game is so great. Like when you take his kicking it, like just give him yeah. hit people, run hard and offload when you can. Play at thirteen, but you don't have to kick the ball. Don't you have could, to make decisions. He'd be a great 13. Run off the back of somebody He's else. Such a great or a 13, setter. You know, a great because yeah. now going to lose Tarpanay to thirteen and not lose him. But anyway, <laughs> we've, we've raved about it for we've we've ranted about it for a couple a of years now. now. Yeah, um, Latrell I thought was very disappointing, um, and Cody. Is better than Latrell, but it wasn't great. Now, um, Cobo scored three tries, which flattered his performance. As I said, made made a lot of errors. He's just got that one little moment where he beats eight blokes and runs away and scores in him every week. So, which you always want, you want that. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, Shaq Mitchell did a decent job as a front rower, but um, yeah, it was they were dominated by the the pack from. Yeah, so the Maddies. Yeah, um, yeah. As I said, I think. He sort of cost his team a little bit by with the constant interchange because um, there was points where Royce Hunt, Nakora, Jordan, Ricky were actually starting to p- sort of make a stamp on the game, and then they got taken off. And then you sit down for ten or fifteen minutes, and then you got to start again. It's it's not like you can just come in and pick up where you left off yeah. after you've had ten or fifteen minutes sit on the bench. Uh, Preston Ricky was fantastic. Yeah, um, Penrith Junior apparently played New South Wales Cup for him last year, but he looked yeah. every bit of a first grader. Um, very similar to his brother, a little bit bigger, a little bit lighter, but um, taller, big frame, yeah. good footwork. He's um, definitely a back row. He may end up taking Luke Garner's spot if Luke Garner doesn't do the job. Yeah. But, um, yeah, he, he looked very impressive for me. Zach Docker Clay scored a nice try with a kick off the, the first try of the game with a kick and a rebound off the post. Got involved at different points, um, but played more like a nine than a Like the Maori team did miss their halves. They didn't yep. really have a halves combination that took control of the game at any time. It was more off the back of short passing out of dummy half and forwards sort of crashing over, scoring tries under the post or on the edge. But um, Just given how the teams ended up in their 35 withdrawals and everything, like it should have been the year they just postponed it, surely. It should have just been... Still a really good game. It was yeah. entertaining, um, enthusiastic. They actually did beat the crap out of each other for large parts of the game. Um but yeah, they, they could have, but they're, they're never going to, you know. No, well, it never going to postpone isn't it? that. Um, Anything else to take away from that? Jesse Arthur's, I thought was okay, um, considering yeah, he hasn't well, played a lot of footy in a couple of years. He's going to go back to Brisbane as well. That we um, just talking about their outside backstock. Yeah. Yeah. Um, other than that, no, not really. Leo Thompson did half half a job, and so did Musgrove, but they they played their bench sort of role as yep. forwards. So. Cool. All right, I'll uh, go and grab myself one more beer and we'll just have a run, a, a very quick whip through what's coming up this weekend and wrap it all up. All righty, so we head towards round two of the uh, PCC or pre- PSC, pre-season challenge, that'll do. Uh, PTC, TC, of course, check them out, PCTC uh, as well, for all your C needs. All right, so we kick off Friday night, Barn, and um, normally, as, as regular listeners know, we'd go through each game and... Uh, give you all uh, our thoughts and best bets and that sort of thing, but just we'll just touch on a couple of minutes per game and what we want to see from them and where they're headed. Absolutely. So we kick off Friday night at six o'clock with Newcastle hosting Para, and Newcastle ride out their full strength spine. We see Gay Guy and Best return. We've got Frizzell and Fitzgibbon in the back row. Adam Elliott's playing off the bench with Jack Johns, who, uh, as you suggested, maybe deserves that. 
And Parramatta are pretty much full strength by my Macasivo. So Sini, Sean Russell look to be on one edge fighting for that spot. Brandon Moses back. We've got RCG, Paulo, uh, Sean Lane, Dury, Hopgood, perhaps a clue to how they're going to start the year. Um, what do you want to see out of this game? Oh, well, this is um, the forwards for me is going to be the big matchup in this game. Um, the Knights, obviously, are coming off the back of their performance last week, really need to lift their intensity in the forwards. And obviously, <laughs> the names that they've brought back in should make a difference. But um, that's the way Parramatta base their game as well. So I, I can see this being a, a big um, forecast into the future for both of these teams. Um, if the Parramatta forward pack runs all over the top of Newcastle, there's very <laughs> dangerous signs there. I want to see Hastings get a bit more involved. Um, he had, you know, didn't, didn't have a lot of involvement last week against the Sharks. And um, if the forward pack can get on a roll, hopefully there's some sort of combination that he can strike up with Ponga there and... Um, the name Miller at fullback, yeah. Yes. So um, yeah, see what kind of combination you're going to get out of the spine there with the six, seven, nine, and one. But um, yeah, I'd expect Parramatta to be dominant oh. for large parts of this game. I think if Parra don't win and win well, then we're all yeah. Um, at the big um, question mark for me for Parramatta is Matt Dory at twelve. Um, you'd expect probably Murchie to maybe take that spot during the during the year and. Um, Old mate with the suspension, Madison, Madison will come in there eventually, but there's there's going to be three weeks without him. So well, it's I going assume to be where we're how heading they fill is that hole. Um, Madison takes Papai's spot and ends up back on an edge, Would think so. which is which is great, cool. Yep. If Hop, especially if Hopgood's um, steps up, he's more than capable of covering that. So it'll be a, a question of Dory or Murchie who gets that bench spot when. Um, when Madison does come back, but yeah, there's um there's a little bit of a question mark on the edge that mm. that one edge there for Parramatta. So the second game is the Trooks hosting the Seagulls, and they're rolling out Teddy, Teddy Tupo, uh, return Corey Allen Paulo on the other edge, which again perhaps a suggestion of how we're headed because there's not too many missing on that side. Uh, obviously Joey Manu's got to come back. Yeah, so one. I'd say Alan and Paulo are probably playing for the same spot there. Yeah, again, um, yeah, yeah, on that on the other side there. Hutchinson plays six with uh, a head knock to Kiri last week. Uh, Collins Lodge, Butch, the Butcher Boys start in the back row. And Radley, Jake Turbin does retain a, a bench spot, as does C. Wong, White and May. Um, for Manly, KO Weeks gets to start at fullback this week uh, with Parker, Cooler, Garrick all back into the team. And we're going to see Schuster at six with Cooper Johns on his inside. Uh, Kum Tong gets to, is it Chan Kum Tong, I should say? Yep. Gordon Kam Chung Tong uh, retains a nine there and a few of the big boys are all playing. Well, um, let's see how this connection's at. East work. We're going to see Cheese hopefully starting and having all these forwards around him. And um, let's just see how good the Chooks look, I think. I'm, I'm a bit disappointed that DCE's not playing. I assume he's just... At least for 20 minutes. I assume he's just... Uh, you've got a whole new combination between your six and seven. I know you've been agree training in the entire off-season, but realistically, wouldn't you like to put them in a gameplay situation for at least 20 minutes? Where, I would have thought so. You know, even if you if, Even if nothing else to be able to say, look, Matt, I just want you over there instead of yeah. here when you, you know, like... Even if, you know, you 
20 minutes. He only plays 20 minutes of the first half. You know, yeah. the after, comes on after 20 minutes, plays 20 minutes, and they get some sort of idea of yeah, what okay, they're cool. going yep, to. Yep, we've got to try. You've, got, you've yeah. got a big forward pack coming at you. You've got the Roosters coming at you for 20 minutes. Just go out there and show us what you've got. You mm. know what I mean? <laughs> like, K Weeks is an interesting one. Because um, if nothing else, it also creates pressure on Schuster because if yeah. he gets smashed this week, Everyone's going to turn around, oh, he's got nothing Oh, but he had, it was only Cooper Johns there. It wasn't DCE yeah. and, you know, looking yeah. more to me that if Schuster doesn't aim up in four or five weeks, he might end up back in the back row or on the bench rotation and Cooper goes to six. Or well, giving Cooper another crack, maybe Seabold's gone. I want to see him again. Yeah. So, But, yeah, it's surprising that DCE's not playing for 20 minutes or so in this game. Mm. Spine's... Really big one in this one for me, especially for the Roosters. Um, I don't see T- uh, Teddy playing more than half an hour, but that first half an hour or so could be could be warning signs for this manly side if they don't if they get um, on if they're on the back foot for twenty thirty minutes, the score could be twenty or thirty nil coming in to after half an hour. Um, I don't expect it to be, but realistically, if that. Um, Rooster's spine gets up and going. They they could put a lot of points on early in this game, and you'd love to see it. And the I guess the butcher boys, no Tupanua, no um, no, which is not surprising considering the back. Way the ended last no Tupanua, and obviously um, they've lost uh, our man Crichton, Takiyaho, and Crichton, and Guzzi. Um, our, we didn't mention that, but our thoughts with him. Hopefully, absolutely, he's, hopefully, uh, yeah. He is, you know, my favourite player. Anyway, um, hopefully he's back. Uh, KO Weeks, and interesting that Garrick was promised, a, you know, supposedly promised a centre spot mm. and he's starting on a wing. But anyway, we'll, we'll <laughs> see what that what that all means. It is still trials, obviously. We get to talk about that next week. Charity Shield is 4.20 on Saturday afternoon, time-honoured time slot for the Charity <laughs> Shield as they are going to roll out Tyrell Sloan at one uh, and Ben Hunt does play Musgrove, Laurie, Murdoch, Masilla, Sua, Burns. Sullivan is 14, so there he is. Uh, and Latrell, it looks pretty much full strength for the for the bunnies. Absolutely, yeah, like it does. 14 uh, and 15, Mamazilis and Taff. Um, so perhaps half a forward short, but. Uh, you know, it's a trial game, so they can cover that. Yeah, you might see Moali take um, that position. Souths and Southwell. Would think so. Latrell will do Latrell stuff through half hour and sit down. <laughs> see how we get. But um, we'll get to see, you know, see how Tass and Graham go again. Still, can, uh, Graham still can't get a spot on the other side of the field, but um, they're all happy. Um, the Spruik, the, the, the Davey Wiley, the Supercoach Spruik, not getting picked. But yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I dare say he'll take that bench rotation with – as you said, the Souths are probably a forward short. And then coming into the NRL, um, you might, you will, I dare say, you'll probably see Mamazella send up back out of the 17 and Moali back in there come um, round one. Yeah, uh, and they're missing um, Havili. Yeah, but he's both. out for a, he's out for a while, while. Yeah, yeah. So um, Isaiah Tass, I expect to do well again. Six and seven is going to be interesting to see if they've improved on their combination from the back end of last year. I know they went a long way into the semi-finals, but I think they were flattered a little bit by um, some of the, you know, obviously the Sharks didn't turn up in that last game that they played in the finals, and um, I think they probably went a little bit further than what they they deserved to at the back end of last year. Um, four packs tremendous. They should have a field day with um, 
with the Dragons forward pack. It has, obviously has been bolstered with Sua coming back in. Um, but there's, for me, like, look at that those, that front row rotation up against the South's yeah. front row rotation. But this is, and this is what you were going to get from Dragons every week, so. Majority of the time, yeah. What, what are we, you know, what are we going to expect apart from what we see here? There's, um, really? oh, who, I, I can't, who th- are I can't think, I can't um, think of. Jack DeBellin's not there, but. And Jackson Bird. And, yeah. I can't think of a forward pack they will, uh, Jack Bird, sorry. Yeah. Uh, I can't think of a forward pack we will put them over. Yeah. Well, the course of the year. For all the, the Dragons fans out there saying, why is everyone tipping us to run last? Have a look at your forward pack and compare it to the majority of the, re- the And actually the write it and tell, it, tell us which forward pack you think is worse and. And God bless all of them, because individually they're not bad players, but it's just not. Yep. Not <laughs> all right. They've got the World Cup Challenge 10 to 7 now. It's been put back an hour with the 40-degree predicted heat on a Saturday afternoon. What are you doing, Bar? Are we going to watch it up here? Because an hour later is going to make a huge difference. <laughs> yeah, you've been around here. Spring- <laughs> they, you know, they should just turn the sprinkles on now. Last Saturday it was 38 and I was in my swimming pool at midnight. Yeah. <laughs> in <laughs> fairness, you weren't allowed in your bed, so you had to go somewhere. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, that's a different story. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it, no, yeah, I was in the swimming cool pool down. from 9 o'clock <laughs> at night until midnight, man. I, was, I know. Yeah, anyway. yeah, I know. Um, as I mentioned, there's a few standouts in this and Helen's team in your Wellsby's um, Makinson and... I'm really looking forward to Alex Wamsley trying to take it up to Moses Leota and Fisher-Harris, but it may be a one-man band up against an army coming at him. So we'll see how that ends up. Um, the, yeah, well, I, I mentioned no I no deal, no Dylan Edwards for is interesting Penrith. One. I guess he just kept fresh. I don't know. Yeah. He didn't do a lot of work last year, but didn't go to the World Cup. Taruva is in the centres with Crying and one. Um, apart from that, I guess what you see is what you get. They probably just wanted to have a, another look at Taruva and probably Crichton at one in case, you know, well, Taylor things May's, go sideways um, during Taylor the Taylor May is playing but won't play first couple of weeks. I yeah, guess you need to have right. a body so. up and going. And then um, Garner and Hosking both been named in the background. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. um, both look like promising um, additions to this team, uh, even though they've lost a bit. You know, they've got players there that are going to fill a hole and probably do good jobs at different times of the year. They'll have their good games and their, their games that aren't so good. But, um, yeah, this Penrith team is still right up there in this NRL competition. I expect them to uh, dispose of St Helens quite well. The back end of this game could be interesting in that if they're up by 30, I wonder if St Helens pull everyone and Penrith <laughs> pull everyone. Oh, no, it's only t- I think it's only 10. I think it's only still... Say it's only ten interchanges or something. Is it? I it's thought it was massive. still unlimited for the. No, I for think the it trials, is actually. It was supposed to be international rules and they expanded. Oh, it. because of the challenge. So I guess Cup. they're going to be on a field. Yeah, so okay. hopefully. But not. I expect the Penrith centres to oh, absolutely wipe the wipe the floor with yeah. the Saint Helens. Yeah, this will be a. Yeah, this could end the World Club challenge and for a few. I think we'll see the future. the Saint Helen halves lose absolute control by halftime and have no idea what's going on coming into the second half of the game. Yeah, yeah, gap job. All right, we get to uh, oh, you get to see Blake Moser in action this week because uh, the nine o'clock game on Saturday is Brisbane and Cowboys. Cobo, Oates, Stags, Farnworth, Arthur's is the back line. Jock Madden's playing because Reynolds is injured. Uh, essentially, fairly close. Uh, Reynolds aside, it's pretty much what you, they're going to serve up round one. 
Yep. Um, and it's pretty much what Cowboys going to serve up round one. So looking forward to seeing it. I just can't think of too many bodies not there. Uh, no, an obvious Hess, Nanai, Tamalolo. No, everyone's there. So we're getting two full-strength teams. Uh, Gazeski gets a bench spot. Tamo does two. Neem Granville on the bench. What do you want to see from these two? I want to see where um, the halves combination from the Cowboys has gone. I expect it to improve from what last year. You've all heard my previews. I think the Cowboys are one of the, the teams to beat this year. They've got um, Val Holmes. I expect to have a really good game. <laughs> Katoni Staggs, for me, is one who looked really good at the start of um, last week and then just faded into oblivion, um, mm. which he has he a habit a big of season, doing. doesn't he, Katoni? Because he said he's been injured for so long. Well, apparently he's come back from a – he was carrying an injury for the majority of last year, like, yeah, yeah. which they've fixed up. So hopefully he can get back to his best because at his best he's a fantastic player. But um, – for me, the 11, 12 and 13 is where this game's going to be won and lost and then the bench rotation on top of that. Um, I've got raps on Jordan Rickey. I've said he's a very good player as well as Kate Will, but I don't think they're in – or Cohen Hess, we can leave him out of this conversation. <laughs> so we'll the 12 and 13. But um, Tamalolo up against Carrigan and Jordan Rickey up against Nanai, they're, they're really um, very comparative um, – to each other as well because, yeah. you know, Kerrigan's got a little bit more ball playing and he's a little bit more subtle, but then you've got Tamalolo who can wreck the front door and um, Nanai and Ricky are very similar players as well. Um, I think, they, yeah, they could, at, at the end of this game, dominate who wins this one. Um, I think it'll be close for, for a while, but I think by the back end of the game, I expect the Cowboys to just to be running on fresher legs. You saw last year, they were probably the fittest team in the competition, apart from Penrith. Yeah, they wouldn't and be surprised the, if they are. Uh, last 20 minutes, again. half an hour. I saw the TikTok this week of Todd Payton signing a young kid's autograph on his drink bottle, and he said, only if you go and do two laps of the field for me. So oh, really? Todd's <laughs> even keeping the fans fit. So uh, God yeah, bless nice. him. Great man. Uh, I agree. Your team's going to be fitter. Uh, looking forward to seeing. Looking forward to seeing because if Brisbane hang in this and it is a does become a slugfest, then I think it's positive signs. Yeah, but, I think if Brisbane uh, hang within eight to ten points, they could take that as a big game a for Jock. Jock, because you know yeah. we've seen how Reynolds is. Madden might play fifteen first grade games this year. Yeah, possibly. So he, he could well make a name for himself. Uh, the Sunday game kicks off at one o'clock, where the Warriors host the Storm, and most and again. Pretty close to full strength. We get to see Charns at fullback, Dallin's back, uh, Pompey's back, and Martin Johnson is the half combination. Egan Barnett, Ford near Corey, Tohu's rolled out here, Dylan Walker at 14. Um, Nick Meaney gets a start at one. Will Warbrick, uh, probably a watch for all super coaches because yep. if he nails down that wing spot, he's a nice cheapie for you all. Uh, and a suggested Smith, Tonopia, Anderson. Fill out that back row that doesn't necessarily fill me with the most confidence in the world. We get to see uh, Mad Dog and Hughes and uh, essentially fairly close again. To, I can't think of two uh, coaches on the bench. He might still be to come, but not too many missing from this Melbourne team. If this Melbourne team, this, this is a real tester because this four pack. This will, has got me confused. Like, I've got the Warriors running fucking close to last. And this, they and could you bash look at these lineups and you go, this. This, well, this is, could be a close game of football. <laughs> I think it is going to be a close game of football. And, and at home, um, I'm not going to go as far to say Warriors will win this, but you, you st when you start comparing apples to apples on a team list in an actual game of football, it's put up and shut up time for Melbourne. 
Yeah, absolutely. Like, obviously, their spine stands out over the Warriors' spine. But if you start comparing, you know, Barnett against Walsh. I don't know why Barnett's playing 10, but Barnett, Welsh, Jackson Ford, Liero, much the same player. Niakore Katoa, much the same player. Harris is over the top of Eisenhuth, you would imagine. Um, Dylan Walker, Bronson Garlic, who knows, young fella, older fella, both got something to play for. Afoa, King, Lewis Curran, Kamikamika, Tom Ale. Like, it's the forward packs line up almost identical. Yeah. So this. Storm have to put the storm spine. But then, if, if if you're cancelling out, special. you're then also saying Montoya is capable of bossing a youngster on a wing. Yes, absolutely, uh, and potentially uh, those centers are too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, all of a sudden you're going. The only difference is the six to the seven and the nine. Yeah. So you know, and obviously they everyone has their good games and their bad games. First game for the first trial game. Christian, Christian uh, Welsh has got a lot on his um, shoulders. This year. <laughs> He's going to have to carry a few blokes. Yeah, As does Nelson. And Nelson did a few yeah. Herculean jobs last Nelson, year. Nelson was fantastic at different times last year. I'd still be... had to put my last dollar on someone. I'd still be putting it on the storm. Um, and probably by eight to ten points. But, yeah, the more I look at this Warriors team, I think they're going to cause a few problems for a few different teams. I, I think I may have to elevate them out of 16th up... No, a bit no, further up the ladder. They're going to finish higher than that. I don't know what that means, but only finishing bottom bottom three, three or four. Yeah. Anything else you want to see from that game? You just want to see everyone just get through it fit. And yeah, absolutely. Hughes Obviously, and you don't want to see any of the superstars get injured. Um, I'd, I'd like to see how Chance is going to fit into this back line for the Warriors. Um, Actually, you want to see some a bit of attacking flair from him, yeah. because if not, you're, you're slightly disappointed. Or at least running through a few holes that are created by somebody... You know, just being in the right position to take an inside-outside ball and yep. create for somebody else or run through some holes. Yep. But, yeah. Three o'clock Sunday, we head to Belmore for a doubleheader, uh, which if it wasn't 78 degrees, I might think about going to. But uh, the Tigers host the Raiders. Laurie, Nofaluma, Naden, Mamalo, Dewey, Clemmer, Papa'i, Twal all are back. While starting at 13, he's interesting. And um, Staines for now gets the, the bench spot. Sean Bloor and Tukey Simpkins on the bench. Uh, we get Rapana, Kotrick, Tomoko, Chris, Smith, Shields all back for Canberra, which in fairness, they none of them played last week. So, you know, there is – we can't necessarily no, pin no. them yet. The whole back seven didn't play last week. Well, Harley Shields does have some pace, which we did mention earlier. But uh, Puppy, Young, White, yeah. So essentially, we're seeing two f- close to full strength teams. No Appy, no Brooks, no Offer, no Joffa. No, mm. uh, still I think there's calf another calf issue there. Okay, Wakeham concern. Um, which yeah, I, I'd like to see the right side defence be much better. I think that's my big <laughs> takeaway, and just see the best of the forwards here. Let's see the forwards up and rolling and see all those combinations offer. Um, we've been prof- we've been promised more uh, more. Ball work from the Ford pack, so we just want to see that in action and just what Adam Dewey brings. He's got a lot to play for this year. There's yeah, absolutely. potentially a job um, up for grabs, and Laurie can hammer down. Um, I'm expecting a good game from him in hammer down, and if he's involved a bit here, bit of broken field, bit of offload play. Uh, in this Against this sort of Canberra team, he's the right one to cop and to puppy offload and run away and score. Um, for Canberra, Fogarty, White, and 
Um, big big game for them to prove themselves and get up and going. Yeah, absolutely. And they need to provide something for their outside backs. While as they may not be the fastest and most dynamic outside backs in the world, they they are rugged, they are strong, and they do do their job week in and week out. And if given the right opportunities, they should be able to score some tries against the outside backs here against the Tigers. So um, it's going to be... I think you're gonna, this is what you're going to see out of the Raiders for the majority of the year. Really big grinding type of game of football through the middle of the field, which will give you some um, some pointers on your, on your Tigers, how they're going to go through the middle of the field, because they will be tested in the middle of the field. Yeah. Um, especially with the the likes of um, Tarpanay, Papali'i, Gula, Hudson Young. But, um, yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting here. I think you'll get a better read on the Tigers' defence after this game, mm. uh, especially on the edges that are, will be tested by the, the likes of White and, um, uh, was it Chris? Uh, no, Tomoko, yeah, Tomoko, Chris. Big game Chris, for Tommy Talao because he's, he's been a bit of a spruik from, even from Sheens and it's that, that edge is the concern. Um, so we'll see how that lines up. I think this up. one will answer a lot of questions, to be honest. Um, I can see Twile moving back into the forwards when... Joe Offen and Gowie comes back in because he looked Gowie really good in got... that 13 there. Um, yeah, absolutely. And Bateman to come back in too. If he ever, can ever get on a plane. <laughs> get some if he's allowed ever out of the country. And yeah. Sean Bloor probably ends up on that right edge until until Bateman gets here. So interesting Quite to watch possible. all of that. Um, one of the more intriguing games of the weekend, actually, really. Um, I think it'd be a grind for a large part, but I expect the, Tigers, uh, the Raiders to probably come away with the back end of the game. Yeah. Um, it was not a gap job. I think both teams work walk away going, okay, Decent. we know where we're headed. Head yep. Dogs and Sharks, and this is interesting too. This is mm. real interesting because we're getting uh, the Fox is going to have a blowout. We're getting Hayes Perham to start at one. Burton, Flanagan, we're going to see the combination. Max King gets the starting prop spot. Good for him. And with TPJ, kick out. Uh, this looks full strength to me. 14 goes to Reynolds. Uh, Sutton on the bench. We get Kennedy back for the Sharks. Patoa Ramium, Talakai, Multano. Again, looks pretty much... There's no one missing from that team. That looks like their full-strength team. That is. Um, so we're going to get a real good feel of how both these teams, a potential grand final team, as you've suggested, against a potential hot up-and-coming team. Mm. And a real good feel for this. What yeah. are you looking for here, Barn? Oh, there's matchups all over the field in this game. This should be... Um Competitive in pretty much every position of the field, to be honest. Um, the Nines will be a good matchup. Break Braley's running game up against Mahoney's service and the way he gets his forwards rolling onto the ball, which Braley does quite well as well. Um, the the deciding factor for me will be the outside backs in this game. Yeah. Um, you know, you've seen the Sharks with Katoa, Molitano, Talakai and Ramium, what they, they bring each week. There's probably a couple of question marks around Avarillo, uh, Alamati, um, but Kiraz and Josh Adokar are going to be fantastic as well. So the way that they, um, the, the competition, the one-on-one competitions, I think, will if, probably solve this game in the centres If you're a dogs fan, you're going to know how these centres stack up defensively because you know you've got two centres who are going to test you. Yeah, absolutely. And um, Wolotano as well, who sort of floats in and into centre every now and then as well. So there's going to be... Um, yeah, I dare say there'll be a lot of questions asked of the Dogs' def- outside back defence. But um, I, I don't think the Dogs aren't going to ask any questions either. I think they'll be knocking on the door in and around the uh, um, the back rowers and the centres as well, causing some problems. 
be interesting to see how Hayes Perham lines up and um, can attack probably one of the better defensive outside backs uh, in the competition. But yeah, I, I, I expect this to be a very competitive matchup. Um, and would hope the Sharks win by a try or two by the end of the game, but I can see this could be competitive for at least an hour. Yeah, yeah. Probably the game actually, I've already gone off early, but this will be the game of the weekend, I think, if everyone stays in the field. Roosters Manly should be okay as well, but it doesn't help that DCE's not there. So. And we finish up with the Dolphins and the Titans, and we're going to get, I, I'm guessing, what is pretty close to a full-strength team. Uh, Hammer, Bostock, New... Franco Lee, Robert Jennings. Uh, interesting if see if Bostock or Jennings keeps the wing spot mm. when Edric's back, actually. Milford, O'Sullivan, Bromwich, uh, the Professor, Kafusi, Bromwich, Gilbert is their starting pack. Uh, so both Wallace and Stone and SESU on the bench. It, it's not a bad team. It's, it's not a bad team at all. It's a good, very good forward rotation. Uh, AJ Foran, Boyd, Verrills, Tino, Bofomer, Isaac Liu, and Mo, all who is on the bench for the record, all return this week. Um, looks a good matchup again. I wouldn't be surprised if Dolphins win this game, to be honest. Um, well, from what we've said, they. <laughs> man, if it, do, the, do, the, do the, for the foundations the last, crumble if, uh, if the last, Dolphins win this? Last two years, the question's been about the outside defence for the Titans, and I can't see it being. Shoop should add a little bit, but you've got Sammy there. Jojo Fafita's okay in defence, but not great. Um, Khan Pereira is a question mark. He's only, you know, we've only seen him the once. Uh, he's done some good things in reserve grade, but we'll see how he matches up against, uh, you know, the Dolphins' outside backs aren't. The, the group, aren't going to set the world on fire either, but you do have some attacking striking. But testing he's you. got... Um <laughs> Footwork, he's Robert got Jennings kick, he kick, do a kick for himself to do it, yeah. Bostock's got wraps on him, Hammer as well. I'm really interested to see how Hammer chimes into the back line here and works with his uh, halves combination. Yeah. O'Sullivan and... The best of testing news are better, is Wilford. better than Hammer. I would assume so. Bigger body as well. Yeah. But um, we'll see how that works. I think they've probably gone with Tessie probably because his defence is a little bit better than Hammer in the centres. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Um. I think the forward packs go close to cancelling each other out. Dolphins may even have a slight edge, to be honest. Um, Fafita and Firma may have a little bit more X factor, but you know, play for play over eighty minutes, the the Dolphins aren't going to. You're going to trust. Yeah, yeah, you're not going to. They're not going to leave you wondering. You know what's coming for eighty minutes. So, yeah, thoughts. I agree. I think um, <coughs> I'm looking forward to seeing. That. I'm looking just forward to seeing these Dolphins forwards roll over each other and. See how they go. I I think I don't disagree that Dolphins can win this game. Um, their halves the issue. In fact, if they had two star halves, you'd be declaring them. Absolutely. Uh, so from there, and and possibly more established fullback, but I feel like there's probably more pace and uh, X factor in the outside backs of the Dolphins. And they've probably got a better bench rotation And as well. just quickly looking, you know you're going to get from SESE, Wallace and Stone. And we obviously we know we're getting from Fort Awaker, but we know Stimson as well. Like Cody's that. question marks, but so is Jaden Campbell. Where where does he fit into a team coming in off the, on well, the 14? this is his lot in life, you're going to have to see something from him. Uh, probably play, and he's probably, I guess he's 
going to be playing dummy half. Like, what else is he coming and doing? I would think so. So it's. I want to be see Titans be competitive for Titans fans' yeah, sake. Absolutely. Because if Dolphins roll them over, then concerns. But we've suggested that already. <laughs> um, like I said, if they had a six, even if they had a six or a seven, they would be um, specials. If they had a Matt Burton or a anyone else. But looking forward to it because it, it's a new era. It's something different. It's fresh. And, I, you know, it's good. Uh, you know, I love footy chaos. Um, that's it. That's a whirlwind look. We probably could have done that as a second show, to be honest, to make your lives ease for everyone. Uh, but, hey, here we are. Down, do Guess. what you want. You're the nah, producer. That's what I just want. <laughs> All right. Anything else you want to see from the weekend? What's got you frothing? Oh, well, shark supporter, mate. It's Hines coming back into that side. Want to see the boys? Absolutely. Kennedy running a muck, hopefully Mulatano. But yeah, the dogs as well, man. The, the dogs, dogs have got seriously now. got me excited. I think they are now very, very competitive team in the majority of the games they're going to play this year. So. I feel a little bit to me like where I was with Brisbane this time last year. I think I'm going to get excited and probably I think they're probably missing maybe one or two like really strike outside backs, but. There's something there. We'll see. Yeah, there's upside to Alamo. And a half. You want a half, obviously. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see this weekend. Look forward to doing it. But we managed to get two hours and ten minutes out of just you and I. So what else do you want from life, eh? Um, <laughs> we'll be back this time next week to do – actually, we'll do probably Monday night next – no, we've got, we've got a week off, don't we? Comp doesn't start for two weeks. So we'll do Monday night next week to review everything and then we'll be back the week after to preview the first game. Which could even be via Zoom. Yep. This is me and him planning it on the fly. Um, <laughs> but for a half hour preview. Might even do Wednesday next week if it's only just the review. But oh, yeah, we'll see what, okay. whatever we'll works. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, stay tuned, listeners. You've got to show up at some point. It's always a surprise. Excuse Sometimes we don't know when we're doing it. Talk rubbish. It. Um, take care. Go to Rugby League Merch. Go to PCTC. And uh, we will talk soon. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye.